Hey everybody, you're listening to Big Things with Zach Miko, and on today's episode, we wish you a happy Halloween. Now listen to the theme song. All right, welcome everyone to Big Things with Zach Miko. As always, I'm your host, Zach Miko, and I'm wishing you a happy Halloween. Uh, Paul's better at that than I am. But happy Halloween, everybody. I know it's a couple days early, but this is the last episode before Halloween. So we thought we'd do a little special thing. I brought my good buddy, Paul Guyette. You guys know him and love him. He shows up every month and a half-ish to do giant things so this episode we're doing a giant things halloween special we're gonna talk about local ghost stories we're gonna talk about our favorite horror movies uh then we're gonna get on to talk about other things we're gonna talk about saving silverman with jason biggs and the renaissance that was jason biggs and steve's on back in the day but that was random we just got into that but mostly we're gonna talk about ghost stories and horror movies that we love very much. Uh, so, for the record, just before we get into this, there's spoilers galore. If you don't like spoilers, sorry. We're going to spoil a whole bunch of movies. Like a whole bunch of movies. It's going to happen. So, uh, spoiler alert to um, indefinitely. Just know it might happen. Sorry. It's what we do. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Giant Things Halloween Edition. Ladies and gentlemen, Boom. happy Halloween. Boo. Or like. <laughs> <laughs> or like. Two to three days before Halloween. <laughs> uh, I'm here with Paul. We're doing Giant Things Halloween special because, uh, yeah, because it was fun. Because we started mildly talking about ghosts last time. Bit, yeah, so the we water, decided water heads, melon heads, melon heads. Which I've done some more research just oh, to make sure we are good to go yeah, on the melon heads. The melon heads are a litigious group. You don't want to misrepresent them. So apparently. There's some uh, melon head uh, lore okay. in both Michigan and Ohio as Michigan well. and Ohio and Connecticut. I think they're Connecticut transplants, though, because <laughs> even on their Wikipedia page, like for melon heads, okay. they have it broken down. Because someone made this Wikipedia page. They have of course. it broken down into the legend in Michigan, legend in Ohio, legend in Connecticut. Legend in Michigan is longish. It's okay. Uh-huh. Nothing crazy. <laughs> Um, legend in Ohio is about a <laughs> paragraph and a half, and then Connecticut just keeps scrolling and keeps going about Damn. all like what's going on in Connecticut. Wow. So, okay, Michigan and Ohio, your melon heads aren't the real melon heads, <laughs> just so you know. But it's interesting because they all have the same thing. So, just yeah. to recap 
for our listeners who didn't hear the last one. Uh, I'm from Connecticut. It's considered one of the most haunted places in, or it's considered one of the most haunted states. They have a ton of ghost stories. Most of the ghost story movies that are out now are in Connecticut. That's because someone did a deal with the Warren estate and sold all their stories. But anyways, yeah. uh, So because of that, we got a lot of ghost stories. But we had a local one when I was a kid called the Melonheads. Now, the whole idea behind the Melonheads is there was two ideas of where they came from. (laughs) Uh, Both had the same outcome, Mm -hmm. but there's two different ideas. One is that in the 1960s, an unnamed... Asylum for the Criminally Insane Mm -hmm. burned to the ground and all the staff died and most of the inmates as well, with the exception of 10 to 20 who went missing. Okay. Uh, They fled into the woods. Yes. As legend holds. And in order to survive the harsh New England winters, resorted to both cannibalism and inbreeding. Okay. So... um, now I'm sorry. Were they in? Were they cannibalizing each other as well as breeding with each other, or they would breed within the ten or twenty and then like capture? I uh, believe campers. it's more. So legends were that always that they were going to attack you. So I think they just bred with each other. Okay, that makes and sense. Then, and then grabbed randoms. Okay, all right. Because it doesn't make that. sense if you're if you're gonna fuck and then kill the person who you're fucking. No, it's all defeats the purpose. Some praying mantis shit. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> But um, no, so they, uh, in, but because they were cannibal, cannibals and they were inbreeding, they uh, have hydrocephalus, which is an engorging of the the head mm-hmm. to look like a melon, hence <laughs> size of a melon, hence melon heads. And the local legend was that you, anytime you were like going off into like a dark street, you had to shut your headlights off and creep down the dark street by yourself. Otherwise, the melon heads would come out. And drag you from your car and eat you. Um, That's the end result. They're always dragging you from the car and eat you. But some people say instead of an insane asylum, uh, they were a family who uh, was ostracized from the community due to their um, assumption that they were using witchcraft. And then they started cannibalizing and inbreeding as well because they were cut off from the community. And they're like, there's nothing else to do except for... (laughs) Eat one another, or casting eat, spells uh, and I know. fucking each other and luring in. But the whole okay. thing is, they're supposedly <clears throat> lived off a street called Dracula Drive. Yes, which doesn't exist. Um, but there's a couple ideas of what that street is. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the idea that it could be that a Dracula Drive is yeah. just like any spooky street. Exactly. Okay. Because no one knows what the real one is. Sure. So every town in that area, it's only in southwestern Connecticut, and like. It's only like six towns, and each town believes that they have Dracula Drive. The Dracula Drive. Like in Stratford, it's the top half of Warner Hill on its way to uh, Roosevelt Forest, which is where I lived. So mm-hmm. that's the real one, clearly, because okay. it's where I'm Of from. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's not bias. It's just fact. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but those are the melon heads, mm-hmm. and they um, ate people. But apparently, in the Ohio legend, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> this is this fucking doctor... Who performed unusual experiments on kids, okay. including injecting fluid into their brains, which gave them the melon head thing. And no. their melon heads feed on babies. So the bait so babies so, feed on so babies. The children who's now I'm not a doctor. I'm not a brain surgeon. Neither uh, am I. But I 
feel mm-hmm. that if you injected any sort of liquid into uh, a brain, it would die. You'd think that. I would think that. But again, not a doctor, not a brain You would surgeon. think that. But um, Okay, so he was blowing up the brains of children and then His feeding... name was Dr. Crow, which uh, nice. is definitely... That's a good evil doctor <laughs> which name. Which is definitely a good made-up horror story yeah, a, name. Yeah, I, the first one has to be like Jeremiah or Isaiah, just some yeah. sort of like old Bible sort of... Yeah. Yeah, but he... Um, Dr. Jeremiah Crow. Dr. Dr. Jeremiah. No, his name was. Um, hold on, it's here. Let me find. Please it. don't tell me it's like Bob, Crow or oh, something. I thought it was here. No, it's not. They don't give him a name. Just Dr. Crow. <laughs> well, yeah, because you don't want he's people a mysterious like figure. harassing him. Sure, he's Dr. Crow. Exactly. But he injected fluid into their brains. Apparently, they lived. Um, and they. Uh, ate but then the what happens? The children killed him. Of course, they yeah. rose up. Typical Frankenstein. They thing, burned yeah. the orphanage that he was experimenting them on. Good, because apparently he ran an orphanage. Okay, hence he uh, injected. Baby absolutely, baby. yeah. No, he had he had resources. He had endless exactly. resources. Yeah, and then absolutely. they went to the surrounding forest. Okay, uh, and then they ate babies, and that's the whole thing. Apparently, they now on they they only eat babies in Ohio. Whereas my melon heads will attack mostly teenagers. So here's a, here's another again, not a doctor. Another stupid question: How are these um, Ohio melon heads getting these babies? Like, are they breaking into homes, or is it like if you happen to go camping with your baby and drop your baby and forget where you put your baby, it's going to get eaten by a melon head? See, they're being not specific. <sighs> On the Melonhead Wikipedia, uh, <laughs> but, but, but this, this is, is our why, source. This, this is, is our source. And this is why Wikipedia. I believe, and this is why I believe the Ohio Melonheads are full of shit. Sure. Um, sure. If you're from Ohio and you have a Melonhead story, yes. please dial one eight hundred. I don't have a phone number. M E L O N H E D. Yeah. Uh, no, but seriously, let's for Doctor Crow because they're like yeah. the Connecticut ones are like super documented and very specific. Sure. I mean, again, it's also a ghost story that doesn't exist. Exactly. But yeah. I have a theory that the Melonhead and the the Ohio and Melonhead, uh, Ohio and Michigan is what I was trying to say. Yeah. yeah. Ohio and Michigan Melonheads are spinoffs of Connecticut. And, and Ohio and Michigan stories are pretty much the same but as they're there all, a Dr. They're, Crow? They're all, no, there's not a Dr. Crow. Pretty much they're all the same as the actual melon heads. Everyone agrees that their heads got big and they went into the forest. Okay. Now, in our melon head story, they, um, their heads got big after they entered the forest. And okay. the Michigan and Ohio ones, they... <laughs> they already had big heads, I guess the thing. Um, and in the... Uh, Michigan and Ohio, and they're both chi- they both start as children. Okay, so that's the main difference. As I mean, they were, and but this one was also in an insane asylum, for the Michigan one. <laughs> um, sometimes hmm. they're called wobbleheads. Okay, that's not threatening at all. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not threatening at all. Like, no, no, oh melonheads is barely threatening. Wobbleheads, it sounds like a collectible. There it sounds like. Film. The Wobbleheads. There was a film called The Melonheads. I was about to say, when is this going to be made? Into oh, it was a based on film. the West Michigan legend. Okay, well, I don't want to read that one. I only want to ne- read the Connecticut Melonheads. Yeah, the real Melonheads. The real Melonheads of Southwest Connecticut. I know. Yeah, it's like a spinoff of the um, Real Housewives of something. Or other. They're actually going to take one of the housewives from New Jersey mm-hmm. and and make her like the mother of Melonhead this Mama. Melonhead Mama. Okay, <laughs> that's her name. Patent pending. Oh, my God. But Connecticut has a lot of cool ghost stories. And I told you before about um, how my town had its own witch, Goody yes. Bassett. Yeah, yeah. So Goody Bassett, um, uh, I, I reread the legend. And Excellent. what I remembered was entirely false. 
I think I made up my own version of what happened. That's great. We should open a wiki page for your version. I know, because in my version, Goody Bassett was accused of witchcraft because she was mauled by wolves and then uh, was healed by Native Americans and came back and they were like, oh, the only way you could have done that is if you're a witch. Uh, that didn't happen. That's fair, though. Yeah, but I liked it. But yeah, there were wolves in the real story. So okay. I was, I was okay. Right. So what happens is she moved from New Haven, Connecticut with her husband to Stratford, Connecticut, where I'm from. Okay. And she was leaving that town because she had an issue with the governor in New Haven because he wouldn't <laughs> let non-churchgoers vote. And she she didn't go to no church. So okay. already that's a red flag in, like, you know, ancient worlds. So because she wanted to vote. But she had to go. She didn't want to go to no church. So she didn't want to go to church, but she did want to vote. She did. She did. And that's that also. In, well, it was also the 1600s. Women didn't vote. So there was all sorts of reasons. Sure. Did she but also have red hair or she own seemed, a cat? She seemed more upset that her husband couldn't vote because the two of them didn't go to church. I mean, are we talking about voting in like church stuff or voting in like normal things i don't know i don't know how voting worked in the 1650s probably stones that you probably not make very well no no considering <laughs> probably probably wasn't the best things of vote. considering um <laughs> democracy was still fledged oh well there was no democracy no not in 1600s so it was all yeah. just i don't know hmm. but anyway she wanted to vote they said no uh, so she moved to Stratford, and apparently she was an outspoken woman, which is which is always a witch Burner. back then. Burner, yeah. Uh, and she didn't make friends very well. Burner, and of She's course, you know, just little things like as soon as she moved there, all the other people were like, "Ugh, I got some aches and pains," and it's because she was here consorting with devils. Sure, yeah. She put a hex on me. She put a hex on me. Um, <laughs> and apparently, at, shortly after she showed up. Uh, a pa- local pack of wolves became far more active in like grabbing fe- like farm animals and stuff, and they yeah. said that they were familiar. Oh, nice. Okay, because which, of her. Because of her. I feel like if you're a witch and can control a pack of wolves, that you'd probably be able to handle all these villagers. You know, like if you could just walk up and be like, "Go get them." I. I I don't know. I, 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 what always amazes me mm-hmm. about like old witch stories is how not afraid of witches people seem to be. Yeah, like they always just kind of storm in. They're like, "Fuck you, you're a witch." It's just like and have like no fear of being cursed yeah. or having a spell put on you. They I just think barrel I would, in. I would just like to see the witch being like they burst in. The witch is like, "I'm going to strike you all down with lightning," and actually just doing it because like you actually fucked with a witch. Yeah. Like, I feel like every time it's like, you know, when it's not the devil possessing some kid. Yeah. And it's just the kid's, I don't know, an asshole or something or, I don't know, ADD. But, like, you know, that time when it is the devil, when it's like, you guys fucked up. Because yeah. I'm the devil. And now you're all going to get, you know, smith smote or whatever. Smited. Smited. Exactly. Mightily. Mighty smiting. But uh, long story short, uh, they said she was a witch uh, because they were witnesses. Of course. Because this one was a witness. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And they did the whole uh, Floating. witch test, which was oh, nice. uh, tie her hands and feet, throw her in a river. Yep. And if she floats, she's a witch. If she dies, she's not a witch. Yeah, but she dies a good Christian death. Exactly. Which is the best, um, apparently. That's but the apparently, best thing Goody knew how to hold her breath, so she bobbed <laughs> at the top a little bit. And they were really? like, ooh, witch. We got to kill her. We have to drown her more. So they, um, no, 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 they don't drown. They have to hang you. It's very oh. strange. Okay. So they took her out and they hung her, but they have something called witch rock. 
So the whole point of Witch Rock was apparently when they were dragging her off to the gallows, she uh-huh. like latched onto this boulder and they couldn't get her off. Wow. And like as they dragged her away, her fingers actually imprinted and like scored the boulder as they pushed her away. Again, if you have the strength to score a boulder with your fingers, why not turn on the people who are trying to hang you? Or, you know, use your super strength to break the limb you're hanging from or kill the people that are dragged. I don't know. I, I feel like these these powers are not used correctly. No, no. These you know? these, 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 these 1650s witches really didn't know what to yeah. do. I feel but, like witches today have their shit down. Because well, it's a popular thing. You know, we know people who are Wiccan. Oh, and yeah. Like, no. and, 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 like, they're living among us. They're happy. They're cool. They're, they, they got it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... But those past witches were trying to figure out. But the thing is, they weren't. Most of the ones that were hung I, were probably not real witches. Sure. So, like, Goody was not. She was just a, a loudmouth, it sounded like. Yeah. And they're just yeah. like, ah, you're a yeah. witch. She sounds like someone who girls didn't like. No, exactly. Yeah. And um, so because of that, she was hung, sadly. But now there's an ice cream shop named after her. Is so that's it, good. Are they like? Are they, like devilishly good treats no no, no. They, they got like rocky road and stuff <laughs> it's like which, which rocky road i think during halloween they do some stuff but okay. it's good ice cream good oh that's what it is they do have um a sunday uh with nine scoops of ice cream and it's called the cauldron so that's the only really witchy thing they have that's um it's a lot of ice cream. I can tell you that much. I mean, I so back in I don't know eighth grade, ninth grade, we went to, to uh, you know the obligatory school trip to Salem. Um, Love Salem. So I was just struck by the uh, gift shop, and I remember being in there and seeing all like the "Have a witch of a good time," and it's like that's not a saying. A. Yeah. And B. I remember overhearing somebody complaining to the proprietor because they couldn't find a a, a tea cozy. With, with witch stuff on it. And I remember thinking, What's like, the point of a tea cozy? I don't know. I think someone, it's the thing you put over your tea kettle to I know, disguise but it from it people like, to dis, to, who are trying to disguise? steal your tea kettle. Yeah. Okay, so I like, thought it was to keep the tea warm, which I thought, you know, the ceramic tea thing yeah. did that. I think what it is is when you have people over who are, are potentially um, teapot kleptomaniacs, which is a thing, um, if they don't see a teapot in evidence, they'll be like, okay, this is fine. Because like, if you, it's like, oh, that must be, that's a rooster or whatever your tea cozy is. They, it, it's camouflage. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of. Cause otherwise it, um, no, cause it's some, it's, it's a metal, like the metal's going to keep the water. Well, hot. yeah. Especially our tea kettles are like, I mean, I yeah. understand there are like some nice porcelain ones, but like, but even then is, is like a Snuggie going to keep it warm? Uh, I mean, for a little while longer, I guess. Just the rules of conduction. Maybe. Also, um, I don't like the word uh, koozie, beer koozie. So I always thought it was called a beer cozy. That makes and more then, sense. And then my wife explained to me, like, no, it's a koozie. And I'm like, no, it keeps your beer all like warm and warm cozy. Warm and cozy. Or but cold you don't and want cozy. It warm. Know, That's the thing. But also, I don't like the word koozie because it, it, it sounds like cooze. And that's that's up there. That's like one of the really gross Vagina well, like turns. Italian, yeah, Kuz is. Re- yeah. However, in The Sopranos, when he started calling Kuzamano Kuz because he was being an asshole, yeah, it was great. That was really great. I actually, I need to sit down. And I fucking love The Sopranos. Yeah, everyone is such an asshole on that oh. show. I feel like if someone just walked in and was like, everybody stopped taking things personally, the show would have just ended. Like it wouldn't have had nine seasons. No, exactly. It would have been it's like, a, everybody the needs only to thing lighten happens up a little bit. Because everybody was like, everybody's you said this about my wife. You yeah. did this. 
I nine, mean, se- nine to eight seasons, nine seasons. Yeah. They just yeah, and I feel like it nope, all could have nope. started six, six and a six. half. Wow, it felt like. I remember, it was six A and six B. That's so right. like six and a half seasons. Yeah. I, and yeah, and I feel like again, if somebody had just like sat everyone down and was like, "Guys, none of this matters," and I understand that's not the point. I understand the whole thing is about respect, but I don't know. When you take a step back from it, from like the acting and the writing and everything, yeah, it, it starts to feel a little like, guys, you couldn't, you couldn't have just like. You couldn't have talked this out. No, they never talked anything out, which was hilarious because the whole premise is that Tony Soprano's in therapy the whole time learning yeah. how to talk shit out. and <laughs> He just never does. I do remember that. He I never think applies anything from his therapy. No, he always, he, or, no, no, or more correctly, he, he uh, applies it wrong. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and it, yeah, I always think that's <sighs> kind of, it's almost adorable if he weren't such a monster. My, I, I thought like James Gandolfini is so good in that. Most of yeah. that show was him breathing breathing out of his nose loudly yeah janet i know and it's like oh he's mad he's mad we can tell he's mad so he has he has sleep apnea exactly yes he's just walking around with a fistful of deli meat he has a deviated septum he does not sound good and that's how he got to be the boss of the of the soprano family yeah exactly that guy we want that guy in charge He did. Every time he was mad, you're just like, oh, he's oh. breathing so audibly. <laughs> and do you remember how awful Joe Pentale- Pantaleone, Joey Pants, was in that? Ralphie? Oh, yes. I, I, I think that's the most reprehensible I've ever seen him. And he's yeah. so good at it. Oh, yeah. Ooh. It yeah. was, it, it's, the show is so good. Yeah. The show is so good. Speaking of shows. Yeah, we should talk uh, Halloween stuff. Yeah, we should talk Halloween shit. I yeah. started getting into, my wife and I started getting into uh, American Horror Story because we never saw it. Oh, wow. It. You're starting from the beginning? Well, kind of. Okay. Uh, we jumped right to season six before seeing anything else. So Roanoke. Roanoke, which we were informed is not the layout normally. No. Because it was like, because Ro- Roanoke was a whole like fake documentary thing. But that's, so that's what I liked about six. I loved it. It's I thought because it was great. The, the way it normally goes is they have whatever 13 episodes I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. and like the first couple it's like oh okay this is a cool thing and like the last and then like nothing happens and then all of a sudden the writer's like oh fuck oh we have two episodes left uh, this guy dies this guy came back this guy we thought was dead is actually a ghost and this is a tree and I feel like that's with every single season mm-hmm. except for one one was well that's one all we, still holds so us that's like, what happened is we watched Roanoke for two reasons yeah for one I love colonial shit sure so I was like, I want to watch that. Uh, I knew Lady Gaga was in it, but apparently she's in like three of them. Yeah, she's um, she's more f- uh, featured in five. And in I also knew that uh, what's her name was in it. Um, Angela Bassett. Nope, nope, nope. Sarah nope, Paulson. Nope. Misery. Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates was oh. in it, which I also found out yeah. she's in more. Also, but yeah. she's in most of these. <laughs> yeah, in, a lot of these people I didn't realize that. So yeah, I really, I really liked Roanoke. But yeah. then we're like, okay, let's go back to the beginning, and then we watched one. Okay, which like one is usually one, held as the best. It was very good. Yeah, I don't know if I liked it better than Roanoke, but it could wow. be that because okay. I watched it in a weird order. Of, yeah, I mean, so. Right. I mean, We're learning cool. that some of the seasons are connected, but I don't believe there's yes. a direct connection between six and one. So I, I don't, don't think that should have colored anything. No, there's just the same actors, which I think is. Funny. I love that. Yeah, um, I love that all have same actors there. So um, yeah. and Sarah Paulson, I believe, is the only sp- one who's in every single exactly season speaking of which i'm going to put a spoiler alert in this thing because Definitely. i'm not we're going to talk about this and movies and stuff yeah. and fuck you it's Absolutely. a halloween episode exactly we're talk about shit yeah so let's talk about uh american horror story season one okay, okay. here was my issue about it okay 
Um, why doesn't anyone leave? <laughs> why doesn't anyone leave the house? So it's the same. So here's a direct thing between one and six. Okay. In both situations, you can just go. I, in both situations, <laughs> the house is fucking is murdering everybody, mm-hmm. and it's always the lamest excuse. Mm-hmm. The excuse is always. All our money is tied up here. Yeah. Bar, bar, bar. And it's always just like, did you spend <laughs> yeah. literally every dime you have yeah. on this house? Are you, you're going in net zero. You can't go to a motel for the night for yeah. 40 bucks. Get a credit card. Exactly. Like, at least you have a month. Oh, no. And I get it. And even if you have net zero, yeah. you just watched the walls explode blood and, and a rape monster. Yeah. A literal rubbery rape monster. The rubbery That's rape monster raped. To motivate you? Like, especially like with the wife, it's like it raped you. And yeah. You're just still here. So that's the thing. I'm, I'm with you 100%. And it just 100%. And which, yeah. So I, I'm like, okay, well, at least with, um, at least with uh, season one, mm-hmm. the ghosts were active enough and tricky enough. Yes. To make you want to stay. For example, you know, we find out that the daughter was dead for the last like six episodes. That, and was, we had so no, that was so good. Amazing reveal. That was yeah. so good because I thought they were going to find when, when he, when, he shows her her own body. Yeah. I thought Jesus. they were going to show um, la, the, uh, I don't even know. Like the, it was, He murdered someone else. He murdered. Um, he murdered the Persian that wanted to buy the house. No, he th- didn't. The, uh, the, oh no, did he or did the, no, the maid. No, he killed no, 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 it. The, the crazy woman did. But Kate Mara bit his dick off. Yes. Kate Mara bit his dick off and then he was like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kind of a double, double whammy. Um, Kmar is very interesting as an actress. I've only ever seen her in two things. Is she things. the crazy girlfriend? Yes. Yeah. She, I've only House ever seen cards. her in this and House of Cards, and she's always like, yeah, a little freaky in both. It's it's the eyes. Yeah. There's there's like a depth of madness there. I feel like I saw her in something else, um, where I believe she was an unsettling ex girlfriend yeah. kind of thing. Oh, she's totally. But she, but like that, that was a really good reveal that she was that. And then like you yeah. start thinking back and you're just like, yeah. oh shit. But it's like, oh, but we saw her go outside. But, oh, yeah. but it was on Halloween and we thought it was Halloween. So, th- yeah. Uh, so fucking Quicksilver could go with her. <laughs> I don't remember his name. Evan Peters. <laughs> Evan Peters. Yeah. We thought it was so, so Evan Peters could go with her. But yeah. like, she was also a ghost. And that's why she was also allowed to leave. They, and then, they like, really oh, nail it. Like, it I, really, I remember really watching well that. Done. And after episodes, I'd be like, I have never seen anything like this on television. Yeah. And, and the cherry on the Sunday is the fact that these are the guys that made Glee. That is it. Yes, Ryan Murphy and uh, Brad Demchuk, Brad oh Falchuk, whatever. I remember. I didn't know they were the Glee guys. So I that saw the first so episode, awesome. and those names come up, and it's like, "What else have you guys done?" Typey type Glee, <laughs> and it's like, it's like you know what? Good for you guys. Well, it's yeah. the same. Like, it's really amazing. Well, it hor- is no horror it's is like something. TVMA Glee horror is one of those things, like the horror genre in general. Yeah, that like. I think attracts such a wide variety of people sure. and the people who love it hold it like in a deep, dark, quiet place in their heart. And you don't realize that they are big, like horror buffs or yeah. horror fans. Like for example, like the new Halloween just came out. I had no idea that was Danny fucking McBride. Yeah. Like that's, that's crazy. And you know what? I'm happy. The fact that he's risen enough in his career to be like, Hey guys, can we, 
can we can we do Halloween? And like, yeah, Danny, we can. Yeah, it's just, He's just a fan. That's great. Yeah, I think it's so. I was I didn't even know it until I was like watching a thing, and I was just like, this is his <laughs> show. Like, this is yeah. his movie now. This I read is that crazy. um he was too scared to meet Michael. That even though he he like helped make he made this movie, um when to meet the actor to or? meet the guy when he was in costume. Yeah, there was Nick Castle and Judy John something or other. There were two dudes. Uh huh. Um, one of them was only five ten. One of them was six three. And Why when I found that dudes? out, that always bums me out. When I'm taller than Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees, I'm always bigger than every scary villain, and it really yeah. fucking sucks. Yeah. That's one of the reasons I think I like Game of Thrones because the mountain is legit way bigger than I am. Yes, <laughs> and I'm like, just like good. He's legit. Yeah, he he's a four hundred pound beast. Like. I've, I still have not seen the show. You never saw Game of Thrones ever? I'm waiting till it's done because I went through it with the Dark Tower. And I'm, uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to do it to myself. I have more in my life than cliffhangers. But, well, here's the issue with the Dark... Well, here's, here's the advantage to the Dark Tower for you. Uh-huh. Uh, he wrote the fucking books. But here's the thing. He <laughs> didn't when I got into them. True. When I got into them, the first three were written, and the fourth one was coming out in a couple of years. Yeah. When the fourth one came out, which I hated, the fourth one, the third one ends on a massive cliffhanger, and the fourth one is a fucking prequel, and I fucking hate prequels. Um, oh, after they that, have, oh, in Game of Thrones, they do that. In Game of Thrones, yeah. there's a uh, book four uh-huh. is this Don't is tell what's me it's all prequels. No, it's not prequels. It's even worse. It's, it's what's like, happening. It's what's happening on ne- the other side of the world. While the last book is happening, and I was just like, "Yo, I didn't fucking need to know yeah. any of this shit." So I might read the books when they're all done. I read the first two, and I got tired of of the shitty politics, and I got tired of the fact it's that it very, was very, very political. But once everyone starts dying, it gets way better way quickly. Yeah. The first two are the weirdest. Uh, by the by, the end of two, everyone's dead. I might, you know, I That's might what, what I like about the show everything's is, out. What I like about the, those books mm-hmm. and that movie, or not movie, and those shows, is that I've never, I've never read a fantasy series mm-hmm. or any series for that matter. No. More willing to kill off main characters at the drop of a hat for no reason than that. Okay, it's it gives you like this overall feeling. I'm like nothing's safe, no one's safe. People die instantly just out of nowhere i appreciate like, that and I, it's i very, appreciate that because there's actual stakes and that's know? the thing I people like when the show came out the folks who hadn't read the book mm-hmm. could not believe they killed off sean bean who's the who was the main character of the show is they, he stark yeah he's stark who and dies they, in like the first chapter of the book no he's at, at the end of the first book does so he? i'll give him that yeah it's the end of well mo- i thought they killed him way through. at the beginning okay no, but no, also no, no. guys it's sean bean like he he's, dies he in everything die. he's ever been in that's exactly. your that's your indicator yeah, sean bean's gonna die yeah. if he's playing it he's dead yeah yeah no exactly I mean, that's their fault for not understanding his place in pop culture <laughs> it really is he just can't <laughs> fucking live although apparently there was a show called legacy or legacies where the joke was he didn't die I don't. I don't know if it only had one season, but I think it was I think like. I remember this vaguely. I think, or or it was like him and all his ancestors. So like you'd see him die, but he would still be playing the next ancestor. I don't know. I need to look into it. I'm literally talking out of my ass. But I feel like the entire show was kind of built around, let's not kill Sean Bean, or let's kill him over and over again, but he's still around. That would make sense. Yeah, oh, I love Sean Bean, and he dies a lot. He's so and good. he dies real good in this. He's really good in everything I've ever seen him in. And and. Yeah, it's so cool because like even when you're reading the book, they like double cliffhanger you because oh. they're like, you know, 
he's like, I'm going to spare your father's life. So his daughter is married to at that at the time King Joffrey, who's like 14 years old and he's a yes. little dick. He's the dick. Yeah. And he's the one everyone hates. Um, and he's like, you need to beg me for your father's life. And finally Sansa begs her. She's like, don't you said that, you know, like send him to the wall, which is like banishment. Instead. Yes. Yes, yes. She's yes. like, just banish him instead. Blah, 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 blah. You said that you would do this. And he's like, absolutely. He goes, I will defend I will do what you say because you are my wife, blah, 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 blah. JK cut his fucking head off. And like out of no, and that's what sets off all the Nothing crazy political safe. shit. Gotcha. No, no, no. And that, oh, that's okay. the reason it gets so crazy politically. If for, it starts to get a little crazy when yeah. the king dies under mysterious circumstances. That's okay. a little like, mm, okay. But with his the new, with the little shit being the new king, everyone's yeah. like, this sucks, but, you know, whatever. We'll get through it. Yeah. But when they kill him, that's when everything goes crazy. And what happens is, like, six dudes mm-hmm. are just like, I'm king now. Like, like, six different dudes claim to be king. Nice. Like, right after. So all the fighting happens. You it's know, great. I, I will watch it. And if I love, 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 love the show, I might read get I'll think, back into I the think, books. I think you'll like the show better than the books. I, I think, think most a lot people, of people like the yeah. show better than the books. The books are crazy dense. And I can do dense if I'm enjoying it, but I, I just wasn't enjoying it by the end of the second one. And yeah. it's like, how many more are there unwritten? I'm not going to do this. Well, and that's, and that's also why I've now... Everyone likes the show better because, for one, the show is now ending. It's ending. Yeah. It's, it has a clear fucking end. Although, apparently, there's like three spinoffs that that son of a bitch is working on. Oh, yeah. Of course there are. Why would, I mean, we're, Look, we're in a capitalist society. I fully support them in doing that just because I'm like, yo, people will pay that shit. I get it. Like, you need to have, you need to franchise. You don't just go to the McDonald's, yeah, you go to a McDonald's. But no, exactly. The part of me that, like, you know, Sandman. Is an amazing story, mm-hmm. and Neil Gaiman said, "Here's what's happening. Here's the beginning. Here's the end. Boom! It is a contained thing." And yeah. now I know they're kind of like pulling some strings and stuff. But the thing is, it was it was a perfect thing. It was yeah. great. It was not a satisfying ending. It was like, a, oh, that's an amazing ending. Well, that's another thing is, um, but the fact Neil Gaiman's having his own little renaissance now with movies and TV shows yeah, and everything. Man. Did you watch American Gods? I saw the first season and. Yeah, I, I, again, I don't think the second season's out yet. It's not. Yeah, but yeah. With the book, again, it's it's a book. It's a three or four hundred page book, yeah. and there's a story, and it ends. Like the fact that they're like, we're making a series. Part of me is like, awesome, let's see it. And part and of the book, like, how many seasons? No, are you well, make that's this the same book? thing because like the book, the uh, series, the first season ended like I don't know a third of the way, maybe the a book? third of the way of the yeah. book exactly. And you're kind of like, oh, okay. I didn't see this is where you guys were going to end. And that book is so good, too. Yeah, that it's it really like solid. Fucking... Although Gillian Anderson is amazing. She um, is, but she's not coming back. I know, which makes me not want to watch the second a season. A lot of people, that's the thing. I don't know what was happening on the set, but a lot of the people did not want to come back for the second season. I blame Ian McShane. Which one's that? Uh, Mr. Wednesday. The guy who talks oh. like this because Deadwood. he's not drunk. But Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cocksucker. Yeah. I love that man's voice. Uh, you fucking and just nailed it. He's <laughs> just... Like, I, I want to be that. I want to have a cause that makes me that chaotic good. Yeah. You know? But, like, just anything he's in. Hot Rod. You see Hot Rod? I did see Hot Rod. He's in it as the dying father. Oh, That's my God. True. And he's so good. He just throws himself into everything. Oh, my God. So, I don't know. But, yeah, and Crispin Glover as Mr. World, that man's a nightmare. I love him. He is. Everything he does. terrifying. Yeah. Is Crispin Glover in um, Back to the Future? 
Yes, he is George McFly in the first one. He is, right? And they wanted, so I don't know all about this, is well documented on the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wanted him for the second one, and he said he didn't want to do it, so they used footage from the first one, and then they hired an actor, and they kind of made it look like him. And I believe that Crispin Glover was the first person to sue Steven Spielberg, and I think that is, I think it was like a major case, and that's why it'll say like any likenesses. I, th- I think it was like a major milestone It's the reason case. the likenesses, the, the, those clauses are in there. I think it's like the reason the you right can't just use, use the footage. I think it's a reason you don't have to address. I don't know. Because but like he wasn't, his... he's like, I didn't sign on for this movie. Even yeah. if you're using stuff from the other thing, I'm now in this movie. Exactly. But Therefore, no, he has a, an amazing career because he has these things. He has Charlie's Angels yeah. and, you know, uh, Back to the Future and these big well-known things. But he does these to fund his own private things. And his private things, Zach, are legitimately some of the most in. He has a trilogy. Okay. The third movie hasn't been made yet. The first one is called um, "What Is It?" Okay. The second is called uh, "Everything Is Fine." It is uh, everything is fine, and the last one is called "It Is Mine." I believe again could be missing, misinterpreting, messing things up. It is all outsider art. The actors all have Down syndrome. Um, there are moments in it where you just you don't know what's happening. It's very strange, but it's genuine. Yeah, I, I don't even know how to describe it to to people. Well, it's, I gotta it's, check that shit out. Well, that's the thing you can't because what he does with it is he tours around with it, and he does a screening of it, and then he does a Q and A afterward, and he will stay and answer every single question. He is super friendly. Mm-hmm. He, he, you know, you can walk up and be like, hey, what's the deal with this? And he will explain it fully. He talks a mile a minute, but, and he's very tangential, tangential, tangential. Tangible? Like going yeah. off on tangents. Oh, yeah. Tangential. I think tangential. He's very tangerine Yeah. But he is telling you the truth. Yeah. The thing is, you see, like, the thing he's most famous for is, um, that David Letterman interview where he almost kicks David Letterman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, everybody was like, oh, he's on drugs. He's totally fucked up on drugs. The thing is, he wasn't on drugs. He was doing an Andy Kaufman bit, but he didn't tell anybody. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> and so you watch it then, and then like Crispin Glover came back on, and David Letterman was a total shit to him, and Crispin Glover tried to be nice about it, but I don't know. He is a fascinating man, and he is um, he's one of my favorite actors because... Oh man, he he just does something interesting with everything he does. Like it was his idea that he not speak in Charlie's Angels. Really, and it is so much more frightening that he doesn't oh, he's speak. Terrifying. All he does is grunt and scream. It's terrifying. Yeah, but like he pops up in the strangest little places, and he's he's so good at what he does. He's very good, and he's super creepy. Yeah, like he's... very intense. But you meet him, and he's so friendly. Yeah, I have I have a picture with him, and he met me and Christina, and he he answered all of our questions, and ah. And he made an album of music um, that has a very long title, but he made the music with Barnes and Barnes, the guys that do uh, that song "Cemetery Girls" and "Fish Heads." Fish heads, like fish well, heads. Fish I thought heads, that was Doctor Demento. Nope, that was played on Doctor Demento's show. But that band is Barnes and Barnes. Oh, get out! That's yeah. something for me. I always assumed that was a Doctor Demento song. Absolutely, a lot of well, people do. Some people shit. think they might be giants. Yeah. Because it's 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 in the culture, but it's so strange. Interesting. So you were talking about the uh the new Halloween. Do we have the Yeah, yeah, no, you're good. So we were talking about the new Halloween. Did you see that yet? No, I did not. So we yet. saw it Karen But I'm happy and my with it being uh spoiled because I'm assuming 
they kill him at the end. But he gets killed at the end of every fucking every movie. <laughs> so yeah. I know that Well, he's they've already fine. set up two sequels. That so it's boy. Like, but it was great. I thought it was really good. The the murders were not over the top. They were sometimes just quick and brutal. Um, they were the whole thing was was very well shot, well scored. There were a couple, you know, pretty obvious foreshadowings, but totally, um, it was great. It was a really, really. And solid this is Jamie Lee Curtis fucking out for blood. Yes, basically. and and this is actually a continuation. So mm-hmm. it's not like you know they're not doing the original murder. You're seeing like forty years later. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. I like to see the evolution because there was a remake recently. Didn't wasn't Rob <laughs> Zombie did it? There or, been a or am I just assuming no, no, he Rob did. Zombie he did? did. Okay. So. He made Halloween yeah. in 2007, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, something like that. I was like yeah. graduating high school. I yes. So and I then like... he made Halloween 2 a couple years after that. And then I think that was the last one. Of his. Of his. He only made the two. And then they, this is a this has nothing to do with. This is a continuation of the original. Okay. Yes. I believe this is the sequel to oh, Halloween the, what's 2. What's his name? Carpenter? The, John Carpenter. John, he John didn't Carpenter's direct thing. it, but he's, he's in it. He's like. Well, I also heard that. Well, John Carpenter scored it. Like, yes, it was the original Danny, score. Because Danny they, McBride was like, can you write the score to this? Like, yeah. I, I can't do this without this. Oh, yeah. Like, well, Because it's it's the only of all these big uh, um, horror movies, like, mm-hmm. you know, the Hellraiser series, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street. This one really has the only memorable theme. Totally. Like, um, yeah, I, don't, yeah, it's I can't remember from Nightmare on Elm Street or anything like that. I, I don't. I mean, it has that like one, two, Freddy's coming for you, but that's not really a song. No, that's just him saying. That. Yeah, but no. So like the beginning. So October. And I feel we've like been I remember Friday the Thirteenth having something. I. It has more of like a memorable in the sense that it's it's well orchestrated, but yeah. there's not a theme. No, no, no. Halloween yeah. is the. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, exactly. Dun, dun. Oh, it's um, so good. No, we've been doing the same thing. We've been getting more into. Yeah. I mean, it's oh, Halloween yeah, that's right. time. American that's Horror what... Story. Oh, yeah. So we're doing yeah. American Horror Like, I thought the first one was good, but I love the Roanoke one because Roanoke I love... Roanoke was fun. I liked it when they broke that up like that because it so was So I have a thing a about... Thing. Um, here's here's my, like, my personal horror. I love horror movies. Absolutely. But it needs to be paranormal and supernatural in some way for okay. me to like it. I have a large issue with horror movies that are real people doing shit. Oh yeah, because, because I'm not afraid people in, are. In real life, yeah. I'm not afraid of ghosts and yeah. demons and monsters. Yeah. You're but afraid of someone to breaking be into your house and murdering you and your but family. But that's the thing when I watch yeah. just like full on like someone breaking in and torturing like I'm funny just, people, did you see that? No, not funny. No, I'm sorry. Funny games. I was like, funny people with Seth Rogen. <laughs> I did it. It was fucking terrifying. I Seth Rogen and funny Adam people Sandler. and funny games. No, I didn't. But um, don't like. It, but it's the same it's with one like of those things. Like with the strangers. Like I don't like those types of yeah, movies. The home invasion. Because in the strangers, where yeah. they're just like, "Why are you doing this to us?" And she's like, "Because you're home." Yeah. And it was like, ah, I fucking terrified. especially living in New York City. Like it's honestly in an apartment building. It yeah. really is. You're just hoping that the maniac doesn't pick your apartment exactly but yeah. like and that's the thing is like it's, that's not scary in, in like an interesting way that's i'm terrified like a, of human beings I'm oh yeah not afraid of monsters no and ghosts, humans are the which worst, is why man. they're so much fun but like yeah there are some that get real tortury and i have a hard time yeah. i have a hard time with the well texas chainsaw is fantastic enough that he becomes his own monster sim, sim, similar with jason Voorhees, where yeah. i'm not as afraid of him because 
with the with the people mask and shit. I'm like, okay, you're you've you're no longer a person. You're yeah. more of a monster type thing. I don't think I've seen the newest. Now, what, when was the newest one? So the out? newest one. Because there have been so many of those. Um, the newest one was like probably like seven, six or seven years ago. Okay. And, um, and it was a remake of the original. Remake of the original with a little bit more of an origin story sort of thing to it. Okay. So. Um, oh, yeah. Then they came out with Leatherface a couple years ago. Yes. I didn't see that one. I, heard I saw it was not So great. this one was uh, Arlie Remy. You're the, the sergeant, the drill sergeant. From, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just passed away, sadly. He did. But, I love um, that guy, yeah. Yeah, he was great. But, you know, the guy from Full Metal Jacket. Sure, and all yeah, that yeah. Stuff. So he played uh, Leatherface's dad in it. it was that a would weird drive thing. me to kill someone if he yeah. was my father. Yeah. And he killed his dad in the movie, from well, what I remember. Good, because I feel like he's a very hard man to love. Yeah, no. Yeah. He's, a, he's a yeller, except for it, <laughs> with the exception of one of my favorite movies of all time, Saving Silverman. Where him and Jack Black yeah. get married at the I'm end. I'm also gay. <laughs> That's my f- the way he just like, I am too. Like <laughs> yeah, he's like oh, let's God. be gay. To- you want to be gay together? Wrapped up a storyline, dude. Good stuff. Saving Silverman <laughs> is so well written. Like from just from yeah. a comedy standpoint, like when I walked in here, you were watching my cousin uh, Vinny. My cousin Vinny. Yeah. My cousin Vinny is another comedy that is so perfectly written from top to bottom. I forgot how good it was. I thought it was more um, kind of wacky. I thought like oh, the judge not. was dumb it's and he was so fucking it's good. Tone perfect. Yeah. I and was talking about it with Peter Turo the other day. And yeah. It just made me reminded me I got to watch that again. And that's the same with um, Saving Silverman. Saving Silverman will always go down as one of my favorite. It's such a B comedy that no one's fucking seen. <laughs> I saw that in theaters, man. Yeah, that was I when did Jason too. Biggs was like, that's when that was supposed to. He was the star vehicle that they were riding. Was Jason Biggs? Now, that mind you, because so who was it? Stephen Kahn was in it. Jack Black. Uh, or St- sorry, Stephen Zahn. Stephen Zahn. Not Kahn. Jack Black. Jack Black Amanda was in it. Pete. Ari Lemmy. Amanda Peet. She was the and bad, Amanda yeah. Peet and Jason Biggs were the stars. This was before Jack Black became Jack Black. Yeah, this and is before, when he was still kind of outside. And this was, yeah. <laughs> actually, this was, I was going to say this was before Steve, this was the peak of Steve Zahn's career, let's be honest. Did that he time. have a career? He had a great career. He was around, but he's he's always been that dude. Like This the, was the, the first, yeah. this was the only like moderately successful movie where Steve Zahn was clearly the lead character in that's weird and he is so funny in it and he is so good in it yeah just the running joke of of doing yoga and like that one scene where someone calls him and he's like upside down yeah like trying to suck, trying his, own to suck his own dick and just can't oh, it's him. so funny he runs in because someone's ringing the doorbell while he's trying to do yoga to suck his own dick yeah and he runs out and jack black is sitting there eating his food and he goes hey man why did you get the door and he goes i'm eating and he goes so and he goes well i don't answer the door while i'm eating it's like what i yeah. didn't know that well you didn't know a lot of things about me you didn't know i was gay you know, <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. fucking that's so good oh guys it's kind of a perfect storm the fact that the movie is literally about a fucking uh a neil diamond <laughs> cover band <laughs> who the guy falls in love with a nun and then falls in love with a right, fucking a dominatrix, essentially. Yeah, Amanda Peet is aw- is great at being awful. She's awful. In she's that. she's just good. She awful. has yeah, but she has a wonderful, marketable skill of like yeah. we need you to be the worst. Oh, she's so good. She's such a badass in that movie too, which yeah. is the whole point. Which yeah. is why she ends up with Steve Zahn at the end because he's looking for a badass chick, as, which as is as it should, as it should. And then I want them to be married in real life. 
Steve Zahn's married to someone mildly famous, isn't he? I have no idea. No, I did I not don't. know his name. I knew it was Steve something, um, but I did not know what. Yeah. He was in Canoe, canoe Paddles Down the River without a paddle without a without paddle, a paddle. <laughs> he was a, i like i like yeah. it's uh it's it's 1950s native american name instead yeah canoes down river with paddleless <laughs> yeah. that's you know i was translating loosely oh my god but yeah, what would you so, say is your uh favorite horror movie of all time oh wow or okay you can that's impossible no, i asked you that not. question oh I, for I, you it's i not? think it's i think it's kind of in an area because it takes very specific things to freak me out uh-huh. um so the last horror movie that undid me was Sinister. Um, and the one before that that was always kind of my go-to was um, John Carpenter's In the Mouth of Madness, which was, it's one of the best H.P. Lovecraft movies um, based on Lovecraft stuff. Um, and it's a bit cheesy, but the acting is pretty great. The scary stuff is really scary. Sam Neill stars in it. And there's a moment where they have um, David Warner... Mm-hmm. And um, Donald Glover, Donald, not, not that Donald. Jo- I'm sorry, John Glover. Glover. John Glover. Oh, John Glover and David Warner on the screen together, and those guys are collectively the voice of Rachel Ghoul and the Riddler from Batman the Animated Series. So there's a moment where they're on camera together, and like the little Batman nerd in me is just like, ee! and it's in one of my favorite horror movies, and it's yeah. So that's really great. Uh, John Carpenter's The Thing is really great. The thing about um, Sinister that really undid me, I found the movie by accident. I was looking for some other movie, some The Exorcism of blah, 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 or The Haunting of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it had like a five on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's like, fuck. And then someone's like, however, people who went for this did like this movie Sinister. And um, I took five and a half years of Latin. So I know that the word Sinister um, comes from the Latin word that means left. Because people used to think that if you were left-handed, you were evil. Really? Yes. Left is sinister. Right is, uh, I believe the word is is like dextra or dextrous, which they got dexterous from. So it's dexterous and sinister. Oh, So okay. I'm left-handed, so fuck you, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm like, okay, I like that title. You know, let's, let's, and I knew nothing about the movie. Yeah. Um, so in the movie, in a nutshell, spoils for, uh, spoilers for sinister, uh, Ethan Hawke has a family and uh, they move into this house. And he is a kind of a true crime writer. And he heard there was a horrible murder here and he didn't tell his family about it. But he wants to use that fact to like write a new book. Yeah. So long story short, he goes up into the attic when he hears a noise and he finds a box with a bunch of like film reels and an old school projector. Um, And, you know, he plays the movies and things get progressively worse. The thing is, it's not that that does it for me. It's whenever he plays a movie... You, you're watching the movie. So it mm-hmm. goes into that grainy sort of Super 8 look. But the music shifts to really unsettling music. Um, and it is not the score. It is the soundtrack. And something about the combination mm. of these images and this music got me so tense. I decided to watch this when Christina wasn't at home. So it was at night. I had my headphones on all alone. It was dark out. Mm-hmm. I got so scared, I was laughing at how scared I was. There were moments where I just wanted the film in that he was watching to end so the mood would shift again. Ugh, ugh. And it was like, like I, I, I was literally laughing at how ridiculous. And so like later on, we had people over for like a Halloween thing. And I'm like, I want to put on Sinister 
with people with the lights on and people are talking on their phones or going to order pizza, whatever. Um, and it was less effective, but that is the first time a movie has made me like, holy fucking shit. I'm, I'm literally, I was so scared I was laughing, which oh, doesn't happen because it's not about, I find it, I find jump scares really cheap. It's really easy. Totally. So much totally, stuff today totally, totally. is like, you know, as soon as the music gets quiet, you're like, okay, is something going to appear behind them, in front of them? Are they, are they going to close the door? And the guy's been behind the door the whole time. And then it turns into a game of like, all right, where on the screen is there a black space where we can put a face? Yeah. But so Sinister is the most recent one. I'm not going to say it's my favorite because there are some jump scare moments. And when you get to like the inevitable origin of what the thing is, it's like, oh, okay, that's not that good. Yeah. But I'd say in the mouth of madness the thing because they're just so solid and it's not a matter of like oh there's a bad guy we got to run away from it or yeah, yeah, yeah. we got to stab this thing it's like we are grossly out not like in the thing totally we're getting chipped away at and in in the mouth of madness it's not a matter of let's burn the bad guy it's the bad guy is this it's basically cthulhu the bad yeah. guy is insanity and and this town that's been corrupted. I don't so think I've ever seen in the Mount of Madness. It's great. It's really there's definitely out. some cheese, but it is it's a really solid Carpenter movie. Yeah. But that's hands down that definitely. The oh. very first horror movie I ever saw though was a movie called The Gate, which starred a young Stephen Dorff. And that one affected me. It is definitely not as effective as a grown up. Yeah. But there are a couple moments in it um where like they make you think everything is okay. Yeah. So like uh, a, a tree gets knocked over in this house, in this family's backyard. They do that in, uh, yeah. It's a, Poltergeist is a big one of that. Oh, where God, you're like, oh, fantastic. the movie's over. And yes. then you're like, oh, fuck, it's it not. So it got, much worse. Everything's terrible. Exactly. And that's exactly what oh, they did. I love Poltergeist. They thought, so this when this when the tree fell over, it, it kind of opened a gateway to a bad thing. Yeah. And the people thought that if they, uh, the kids who, who saw this, they figured out if they say this in incantation, it might fix it. So they say the incantation. Never any incantation. That's well, terrible. So they think they did it. And you're like, oh. okay, maybe they did it. Little did we know, the boyfriend of the older sister put a dead dog into the hole. For, for plot reasons. But so the thing is, <laughs> they think the hole has been covered because the guy throws the dog in there and then puts dirt in to make it look like it's been sealed up. So the kids come out and it's like, oh, we did it. But throwing a sacrifice into it fully opens it. Oh, that's <sighs> and, awesome. And, and bad things happen. There's, there's one scene in particular which is, it's a little cheesy, but it worked as a kid. There was a myth that uh, there was a, a dead workman who got hidden in the walls of their house. Yeah. Probably not true. But so after the Which thing, is a great thing to scare the shit out of your kids forever. Exactly. I love that stuff. So everything was fine. This is yeah. when we thought everything was good. The daughter, who's like teenage age, goes back into her room and everything is fine. And she sits down in front of her mirror and in her mirror she sees this dead workman, this like zombie, and she whips her head around and he's not there, oh. obviously. She looks back at the mirror. He's still there. He looks behind her again. He's not there. She looks back at the mirror. He bursts through the mirror. Oh, <laughs> didn't like it. Didn't like it as a kid. So that that movie, uh, yeah, that affected me as a kid. And that's I, why I like yeah. ghost stuff so much more yeah. than serial killers. Also, yeah. because like you don't know what's happening. Yeah, like I remember like specifically because we mentioned Poltergeist before. Mm -hmm. That's still the so freakiest. Good fucking thing to me in the world is when he starts peeling, peeling his, his fucking, fucking face, face off. off. Oh my god. I just remember watching it just going, oh. what the fuck? 
fuck is yeah. happening? Then he wakes up. There's a couple oh, moments in, oh. in The Mouth of Madness where it's like a nightmare in a nightmare. Yeah. Which is like nothing is more scary than the idea that you're not awake. And like that's why David Lynch, I don't consider him a horror director. Yeah. But I have never seen a nightmare captured better by his film technique. Yeah. Everything after that is always not lynchy enough or too lynchy. But the way he has like inflection and movement and everything yeah. like the last episode of the first um uh, the, i'm sorry the last episode of the second season of twin peaks he captures that feeling of pursuit where you are moving too slowly mm. and all it is is there's kyle mclaughlin and he's taking three steps and then there's an evil kyle mclaughlin that is simply indicated that he has white contacts in and he's taking four steps. Ugh. For every two steps Kyle McLaughlin takes, this guy takes a step. That's and what you know he's going to get caught. And, and that's the, the it's the knowing that gets you. And like, yeah. I mean, that started off from oh, what did they? What, what did um, Alfred Hitchcock call it? The the not the Mulligan. It was something like MacGuffin. The MacGuffin. The no, MacGuffin? not the MacGuffin. No, the MacGuffin no. is like the item that people chase. No, yeah. Can't remember what they called it. So, but but he's the one who invented, uh, or, or Hitchcock was the one who invented the whole idea of adding tension with a certain item. For example, the, the, in film class, like the example they give is you have this people and they're sitting down to dinner mm-hmm. and they're having a great time, uh-huh. and then the father says like, "Honey, I need more wine," and she's like, "Oh, I'll get you some." And he pours in wine and they sit down and everything's fine, and then they all explode and they die. <laughs> And you just kind of go, classic what? Hitchcock. <laughs> and you just go, what the fuck was that? <laughs> then you have the Hitchcock version of it, uh-huh. whereas they're all sitting down to dinner, and all of a sudden, you know, they're sitting around and they start talking, and then all of a sudden they show, they zoom in on a ticking clock, well, you know, a box with a clock on it ticking under okay. the table. And then he's like, honey, I need wine. Go back to it ticking. Go it so like the whole time you're like, yeah. fuck, they have no idea they're gonna fucking yeah. die, and it just blows up. Yeah. Uh, it's not the mulligan. It's I can't remember what it's called. It's a very famous. I'm gonna Google it. Okay, for a second because because um, the mulligan is like a do over in golf, right? And wouldn't it be great if it was called a mulligan? <laughs> no, it's it just a, took on the title. Oh, uh, just give it a mulligan. I call it a mulligan. <laughs> That's it means good. to do something over. What do I call it? What do I even Google? Alfred Hitchcock's Alfred Hitchcock plot device. device. Plot device. Tension. Plot tension building device. Um, tension. I do like MacGuffin because it sounds like muffin. Um, and muffins are good. a MacGuffin. It is MacGuffin. Yeah. No, that's the one that they pursue. Yeah. There's another one. He does a lot of stuff apparently. That starts with an M. <laughs> I call this the McFlurry. A MacGuffin. Yeah, no, they have... It's a well-plotted... Uh, they, it, uh, it is... They do it as a plot device or a plot mechanism or... Nope, this isn't it. Hmm. Examples. The MacGuffin, a term popularized by the film Alfred Hitchcock, referring to a plot device wherein a character pursues an object, though the object's actual nature is not important to the a story. A plot device in which a character pursues an object, the nature of which is not important to the story. Perfect. Hitchcock was another fucked up dude. I need to see more of his stuff. I've only seen... The classics. Like, I've seen The Birds. I've seen Rear Window. I've seen... Oh, what's that movie? Psycho? 
Oh yeah, I mean I've seen Psycho and stuff like that. There's Rope. And I've heard about that. I haven't seen Rope. I don't think I've ever seen Rope. Um, I don't think I've ever seen. I, I mean I haven't. I, I'm I'm I, I'm always referred to myself as a shitty horror movie buff. Sure. I'm a guy who loves horror movies. There's a lot of shitty we'll, horror movies. And we'll talk too. really in depthly about the shitty horror movies I've seen. Insidious and the then, last key, man. Exactly. But then they will just be like, have you seen one of the most famous horror movies ever? I'm like, no. fuck no. I haven't seen that. But yeah. like, I feel like have we're Have you having, seen Nosferatu? Oh, I mean, years and years and years ago, but I, I think I did. I didn't like it. No. I didn't like it. I didn't like it the same way I didn't like Citizen Kane. Guys, I said it. I didn't like Citizen Kane. Here's here's why. I appreciate. I'm with you. I appreciate what it did yes. for film in general. So here's the thing. Do you remember? Did you ever have to read Gilgamesh, the Epic of Gilgamesh? Uh, like I think high school, so. college. Not not no. We didn't Gilgamesh. What's the other one? The Odyssey. No 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 no. The Norse the one. Not Steppenwolf. The oh, um, Beowulf. Beowulf. Sure. Yeah. So what Gilgamesh did? Um, it's kind of known as the first narrative story it's the first hero story right is gilgamesh is that or i believe I? so i think, I think that's yeah, what yeah. it is but so that is what made this famous we have to read it because it's the first of yeah. its kind is it a good hero story no but it's the first of its kind yeah so i feel like when you talk about stuff that it's like you know nosferatu was the first movie to do this yeah citizen kane was the first movie to do this exactly the thing is there's a lot of people that have done it better in the Hundred years since Citizen Kane came out, since Nosferatu came out, well, since the, I, I, came it's, out. It's, <sighs> like we're, give we're, it, like you said, give it its due. Thank exactly, you for paving exactly. the way. But, but it's but, like there's um, in our culture right now, there's a large need for nostalgia, and people oh keep God, talking yes. about how great things used to be. Yeah, and I get mad at that because I'm kind of like. Okay, I understand. Yeah, things used to be great and it used to be good, but like things used to be less shitty. I'm not going to say they were good. But things like, were less shitty. And that's shitty. the thing. And, I, and things were less shitty in our our, our world. But I don't know, I'm talking about an entertainment standpoint. Okay. So it's gone back to that where because things are so shitty in the world and they yeah. people long for simpler time, they're even Let's getting nostalgic do it. for old stuff. Sure. And I see this guy every time where he's just like, "Oh, I'm having a great night. 6 million dollar man is on and I'm eating, you know, snack cakes Pop or something hearts. like that." Yeah. But then I wanted to just I wanted to write back to him and be like, you don't like six million dollar man anymore. Yeah. You think you do and you want to so much. Yeah. You're watching it, and I know for a fact you are bored as fuck. You are bored as fuck. <laughs> you are laughing at the cheesy effects. Yeah. I did the same with like I totally appreciate the original like Clash of the Titans movies and whatnot. Sure. They're fucking great. But yeah. now I mean they, they did a lot and, and the yeah. fact that yeah, that all the effects were claymation, but yeah, it was so was revolutionary cool. and amazing. Yeah. And now it's fucking hysterical to yeah. watch. It's, it's and yeah. it doesn't make I just, I, I just want to be like, it wasn't better. Yeah. Stop saying it was better. Because everyone's like, yeah. oh, it was better. I'm like, it wasn't better. Because you want to know why? The, the shit that's on TV right now, Game of Thrones is way fucking cooler than the <laughs> $6 million man. Yeah. This CGI dragon melting a fucking ice wall <laughs> is way fucking cooler than the $6 million man. Yeah. And don't, I know. Like and it's just like yeah. so, I, 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 it really gets to me. I also had like, People want to live in the past so badly right now, and it yeah. drives me. And I understand the need and the want for it. I yeah, get absolutely. very nostalgic too. Yeah. I've spent the last couple 
forever, like the last couple months, trying to find Dunkaroos, only to find out that they stopped being made in 2012. And I've been like, well, there surely must be some left. eBay, and I know. Yeah, eBay. I can get a four pack for $85. Ships in six weeks. And it's expired like four years ago. Well, here's the thing. Are those things ever really expired? No, I'm sure they're totally fine. But it's like for that for that blast of nostalgia, like as long as you don't get creepy and start like, you know, back stocking it, like, you know, like over ordering it. But if you want to say, you know what, this is stupid. I know this is stupid. Let me burn a hundred bucks to get a four pack of Dunkaroos. Yeah, it's not the you know, you're not doing heroin. If you want that little bleh of nostalgia, why not? Yeah, you know, no, totally. You're not hurt. That's the thing. It's not hurting anybody. Absolutely. But when you live in the past that so much that you ignore the future, like that does hurt things. You know, as far as the entertainment industry goes, if you if they keep on going back and remaking things and we never get anything new, then that's going to start to, you know, fuck with things. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Like if you have something that, you know, it needs an update. It's 30, 40, 50 years old. Okay, let's see what you can do with it. Bring something out in it. But when the original Girl with the Dragon Tattoo trilogy came out, um, the Swedish one, and then something like the third movie came out, and then uh, I think less than a year later, David Fincher's version came out. With the other Mara sister. It didn't need to happen. I know. I mean, it was it was a good movie, but it didn't need to happen. It was Fincher, which is great. It had Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross doing the music, which is great. But it did not need to exist. So I don't know. It's we're 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 in a remake um like fucking cesspool right yeah. now where we just constantly do remakes and we're doing remakes of movies that are not old, no. like not nearly old enough to be having remakes being done of them. Yeah, like um for example, even in TV right now, there's a new Magnum PI out. Yeah, uh, that was the eighties. Tom was? Selleck is still alive, though. It's like it, I, 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 so yeah. So what do you think? So when you, do you I have think an issue with that. Actors are dead. Then it's clear. Or like, I think what do you so. Think is I good think it do? has to be something. I think you get to do two things. Okay. Either they have to be dead. Okay. It cannot be a character. This is why I like superhero movies. Mm-hmm. To me, it cannot be a character that was conceived of and originated with this actor like for example take magnum pi okay that was just tom Selleck. yeah it was tom oh, yeah. Selleck being, being fucking tom, tom Selleck, Selleck with a hawaiian shirt yeah whereas you look at um batman for example there's been like 10 batmans batman was his own comic he was his own he existed separately oh, and okay. other characters other people was a are vehicle taken. for tom yes. Selleck. Oh, and that's okay. the way i, I feel you. about like these remakes like they had the lethal weapon show and it's like but yeah. that was their show. That wasn't like, I mean, that the, the movies was for Danny Glover and for Mel Gibson, to not for these it other was, guys yeah, to it was come a quintessential in. And I, buddy and it, comedy, sure. Even even something as simple as Chips, I'm just like, no, that was its own. There was no. That was a weird movie. Did you see that movie? The one with Dax Shepard and and what? fucking Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, I mean, I saw it on an airplane and I think I fell asleep. So. I remember, you know, I think, you know, what uh, they made like Starsky and Hutch and they made Cagney and Lacey and they made um, 21 Jump Street. 21 Jump Street, a lot of fun. So I remember in that little mini flood of like, let's remake a 70s or 80s cop show into a movie. I'm like, oh, Chips, uh, you know, let's see it. Let's see what it is. They could not decide whether they wanted like a raunchy R-rated comedy or like a a kind of a harder action movie. Really? Yeah. 
Interesting. Vincent, so like there's there's a bunch of thieves and it turns spoilers for the Chips movie? Yeah. Whoever's <laughs> watching this. Spoil- if, 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 if you've had Chips sitting on your deactivated TiVo for a while. Yeah, just erase it or just drop yeah, the yeah, TiVo yeah. In, the, in the toilet. But yeah, so, you know, there's like the kind of wacky... But who is it? It's Dax Shepard and... Um, Michael Pena. It is Michael Pena. Okay, yeah. So it's like one of them is kind of like... Why do s- I know who the two guys in the Chips movie it's, were? It's a good... <laughs> no, I like it. It's a good ability. Um, but yeah, so like there's a kind of like funny R-rated buddy comedy between them and it's a little gross and it's like, I'm jerking off. I'm jerking off too much, my friend. Whatever. Yeah. So there's that. But like Vincent D'Onofrio is uh, a cop who's running a bunch of bad cops and they're doing heists. And Vincent D'Onofrio is fucking vincent d'onofrio he doesn't half-ass shit no so that's the thing he is he's not going into this as like a kind of a funny bad guy he's going into this as the fucking kingpin exactly so like at one point they the good guys think they have everybody set up and vincent d'onofrio's son gets killed who was also a corrupt cop i think or he was just like a fuck up who was addicted to drugs or whatever but so it's like vincent d'onofrio is in this drama and everybody else is in this comedy and there's moments where it's like Vincent D'Onofrio's son gets beheaded and he has this dramatic my son has been killed in front of me moment and then like five minutes before that Michael Pena is like jerking off and then like there's an explosion and Michael Pena gets sent into a coma and all of a sudden it's like this movie is way too or or maybe it was weird yeah so that's the thing they couldn't agree on like Johnny and Jump Street is like let's just be funny yeah and I feel like Chips maybe maybe kind of got a little bifurcated and kind of messed itself up there but uh, if you do want to see a really great Michael Pena sort of buddy movie, um, fuck Crash. <laughs> no, it's he and uh, Alexander Skarsgård. It's oh, called like, like uh, Do- uh, Dogs of War or War Dogs. It's really okay. good. Yeah. Interesting. It, they're fun. They're, it's like an R-rated buddy action movie. A lot of good stuff. Some dark stuff in it really good. And we like dark stuff. It's yeah. Halloween. Exactly. So yeah, um, what, what about you? What are your favorite? Like, what is your all-time or top? I mean, movies? I'm I'm very classic okay. in my stuff. I love The Shining. We rewatch. We watched that first thing. Love yeah. The it's, Shining, dude. It still holds up so rock solid. No, and that's the thing. The ones I like, like Poltergeist. Like I like the ones that like I still get creepy and jumpy at. Christ, yes. like. Jack Nicholson just sitting at the bar ordering the ghost fucking scares me yeah. way more than him chopping down the door does. Yeah. And I don't, I'm just like, oh, this is fucking rough. Something about him, just from the moment you see him, you're like, know what's funny? you are fucking terrifying. Is I saw The Shining with uh, um, Shelley Duvall. With Shelley Duvall and with Jack Nicholson second. Okay. I saw the sci-fi oh, made for the TV one with mini Steven series? Weber. No, yes, no, 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 not Steven Weber. Steven Weber. Right? It was Steven Weber. Yeah, where he had the Steven croquet mallet. Oh yeah. So I saw yeah. that one first. I never saw that. And how was that? I, th- I mean, I thought it was great. I was also twelve or thirteen, but I thought it was good. The only thing, the I mean, for one, it was way closer to the book. Yeah, that was the uh, whole because point. it was. Stephen they they King were like Stephen King's like this is the book version. Yeah, not the Stanley Kubrick fuck face version which is also usually the best version let's be honest yeah but um and it was good um they get way more into the dude that lives in his finger tony yeah they get way you actually you see him a lot and they get way more into that how do they represent tony he's like a little ginger with glasses (laughs) 
<laughs> that's like, that's kinda, such an odd it's, choice. It's fucking weird. Um, <laughs> and in their version, there is no, you know, in the, in the book, there's no um, hedge maze. It's the yeah. hedge animals, the come topiaries, to life. Yeah. the topiaries come to life. So it was fucking cool. Yeah. But then Did they have the wasp's nest. I don't. I mean, okay. I, I, I always remember that sticking out of the book because yeah, it, it was one of those. It's it's one of those things where like the hotel. So like Jack Nicholson's character, uh, Torrance, Jack Torrance, he's mm-hmm. like he's the caretaker. He finds a wasp's nest. He takes it down, and uh, he like totally fumigates it. There are no more wasps in it. Danny thinks it's really cool, so he gives it to Danny, and uh, the wife wakes up because Danny's being stung by wasps. Yeah, she thinks Jack did it on purpose. And Jack knows he cleaned out that harness. Yeah, nest. he's like, there was nothing in there. I and know just for a little fact. things like that, where it's like oh, the house is making him evil. Yeah, and yeah. I love that stuff. I love, for me, horror movies. I mean, as I was saying, it's like I love the supernatural and yeah. I love paranormal and I love just fucking. I love ghosts. Anything. Yeah. I love hauntings. I love so all paranormal activity movies. Paranormal activity movies. I enjoyed. Um, I need to see, the, but they're I've more jump scares. So paranormal activities are very good, but it is all jump. It's scares. It's literally That's jump scares. All with the no movie. budget. Yeah. It's all the movie is. So I really appreciate what they do. Speaking of paranormal activity, mm-hmm. uh, my wife Laura Miko was in a movie called Paranormal Asylum. Which was one of the best worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> and she plays the lead, and it is so bad good. So, the, like, it is so terribly done. And, and like, and Laura will even say, like, what's great about it is she's like, the script for this was so good, but the filmmaker was fucking crazy. Nice. So we'd get out, and, like, he, the filmmaker and one of the leads got arrested for trespassing on train tracks and shit. <laughs> like, they had nothing planned out, like, no budget. Mm. Um, Laura had shared a hotel room with one of the PAs who had to bring her bird with her. <laughs> so she lived with the PA and her bird in the hotel had room. to bring her bird with her. Yeah, she didn't have a bird sitter, I guess. You need to have that bird with you, yeah. So, she ha- so she's just... And um, so the whole premise <laughs> is that these two dudes are ghost hunter-y sort of guys, right? Okay. And she plays the um, girlfriend to one of the two ghost hunters. And the her first scene is walking in, and they're just like sitting around talking. And she's like, "Hey guys, what's going on? You're gonna go investigate the mystery of Typhoid Mary, aren't you?" And that was like the intro to the thing. It was so spelled out and like apropos of nothing. And the whole the whole thing is she's like, "Well, I'm coming with you guys," and they're going to find out Typhoid Mary. But mind you, beforehand, the reason they thought of Typhoid Mary is they're walking in the woods, and all of a sudden, an old lady appears and is like, "You're gonna die." And the guy and one of the guys goes, "Oh shit, did you see that?" And the guy, the other guy goes, "Whoa, what happened?" And he's like, "Oh, there was an old lady," and he goes, "Ah, don't worry about her." And then they just move on. There's so many moments where they just introduce weird ghost shit and then yeah. never say it again. That's fantastic. So the whole main premise is they go to the hospital that Typhoid Mary, um, which is like a historical person. The girl who uh, she's a person who gave Typhoid to like a whole. She's like a historical ghost story. Okay. Where she. Because I've heard of a Typhoid Mary. I yes. didn't know that there was originally. It's like the Typhoid. T, a okay. slash the. She gave Typhoid to everybody. Gotcha. Essentially. So she was just kind of a dick. Yeah. she's a, And she knowingly gave people Typhoid. Oh, it was just was total the whole dick. Thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's super dicky. Right. Um, I think she was a prostitute. I'm not sure. Or she was a prostitute or a nurse. I don't remember which one happened. But either way, uh, whatever happened. She was uh, a dick. She possessed 
Laura's character because Laura's character is like I'm tagging along, and then for, for some no reason, apparent reason, for no apparent reason, nice. this show needs a girl. So sexy lamp. Yep, that she clothing. was. Yeah, she's like I need to be, a, and that's what Laura was. She was the sexy girl in the thing who nice. had of course position. Her job was she became possessed fairly quickly, of course. But she became possessed because she's like, well, these guys are going around with their cameras looking for ghosts. I'm going to go to the deserted wing that for some reason they're not going to and hold a one person seance (laughs) and just gets possessed, obviously. But then when she becomes when she gets possessed, she becomes super sexy. Of course, because typhoid marries. Because she's super sexy, super sexy girl. Of course. And then she starts hitting on like the other Uh-oh. guy and that's a whole like weird thing and then he gets her boyfriend gets jealous and they find out she's uh and when it's revealed that she's, she's been possessed. possessed by typhoid mary <laughs> for some reason a different actress steps in entirely what as laura as typhoid mary laura yeah like original typhoid mary no because she wears laura's clothes she's just so it's not like Okay, now she's Typhoid Mary in her old timey costume. It's like, let's have Laura's costume, and now a full different actress is in it. I love it that this so is probably great, somebody's favorite movie. Oh, she the gets, horror genre is like, if you ha- Laura's gotten oh. email like she got a call recent, like maybe a year ago. This movie came out like five years ago, uh-huh. and she got a call from her agent in Atlanta mm-hmm. recently like and she was like hey you need to come by and pick up your fan mail and she's like what she's like we had fan mail for you for like 4 years and it's like three dudes writing in requesting headshots and like mm. and requesting signed headshots and I told Laura she's like should I send him the headshots and I was like yeah just know he, he's gonna jerk off onto them yeah That's like and, exactly and also don't put your return is. address like send put, them yeah, back send to them your agent through your agent exactly yeah. yeah yeah and it was like so fucking weird but yeah it's exactly said and like this is a couple people's favorite movie and we had a big screening like when it came out on DVD yeah and we all were just rolling like and nice. Laura too she's like this is the worst. That's, that's fantastic. Laura wow. used to have a nice little um, horror like niche. Like I had to go to a horror um, shorts film once oh, nice. because she was uh, in another horror movie called Hellion. Okay. Uh, not there's a famous movie called Hellion. Uh-huh. Not that one. I don't think I know that one either. Um, when I say famous, I mean like it had a budget and existed in the horror circle in, okay. somewhere. And like it's still like a B horror movie, but it existed. Gotcha. But the Hellion she was in uh-huh. was she was a sexy uh, cheerleader who <laughs> was uh, babysitting. Possessed. Oh, babysitter. No, okay. she was babysitting a, uh, a Hellion? demon zombie Hellion baby. Wow. that's they, they went all three. Yeah. Demon zombie. Wow. Okay. It was unclear what it was. Well, yeah. You it can't was, be too clear about it. It was this. just a baby that uh, ate the cat and then uh, people after that. I've done, and she was like, "Oh, you!" And like, it was a very weird, like, it was, it was good. I've I done a little it. horror. I'm, I don't, again, so like you, large dude, yeah, not a lot of on camera stuff. But when I do, it's very specific. Um, and I, I was in one of my very, my very first short was uh, directed by Ray Zablocki, mm-hmm. um, and I, it was called Binding Silence, and I play a guy who gets possessed because I read a cursed book. 
Spoilers for do. Binding Silence. Uh, for future people, yeah. can we, can we, just for future people, yeah. if you find a book yeah. that seems witchcrafty, cursed, cursed, or anything like that, yeah. read it. Have fun. Go for Don't it. Don't read it out loud. Yeah. Keep it to yourself. It's always... You, if you... I, I, you read it in your head, you're just fine. Yeah. But everyone always reads it out loud, and then everything terrible happens. Why? When was the last time you read a book out loud? Like, ever. I mean, Unless it was like a cookbook. Like, okay, Laura, we need two sticks of butter, this, this, I've and this. I've done it to, um, well, I've read scary stories to tell in the dark camping. But that's okay, different. But that's the thing. You're doing that's it for I'm an camping, audience. And I'm doing it for an audience. Yes. Exactly. You're not finding a dusty, skin-covered book in a basement. Like, you know what? I'm just going to read this out loud. <laughs> just... There's and certain things where it's like, I, I want the horror movie where people have seen horror movies. Like yes. Shaun of the Dead. Oh, the Shaun fact, of the Dead is that's so That's one of my good. favorite movies. I yeah. love that The movie. fact that it's like, well, first off, the fact that it, it is, like the tagline was a romantic comedy with zombies. And that's yeah. what it is. Oh, yeah, it's totally. Because it's the story is. of the two of them. Exactly. But like the fact that, uh, boy, what is his name? Ed. Ed is like, you know, don't, don't use the Z word. We're, we're, not, we're not saying that word. Oh, We're yeah, they wouldn't zombies. let him call anything yeah. zombies, even though they're surrounded by zombies. Brilliant. Oh, Just so good. because these people have seen movies before, you know. I don't know. I, I would still like to see the movie where, like, something happens and it's like, oh, shit, I saw, I saw, I saw Shaun of the Dead, I can't do this. Or I saw Walking Dead, we got to cover ourselves in their, in their innards. Like, something where, yeah. as opposed to, like, what are these things? Like, they're zombies. I know. They're fucking, they're zombies. If Look you and me right now are attacked by zombies, we'd know, I feel like I'd know in the first three seconds, I'd go... This is fuck, and yeah, they always go for the head. And they always, when they see a zombie for the first time, it's always so clearly. Are you, are you a okay? Are you sir? okay, sir? sir? Is everything all right? And you see like his face dripping off, yeah. and he's like that. Were you in an accident? Do you need help? Which also, who the fuck are these people? I run yeah. when someone comes at me with a fucking clipboard yeah. on the street. When yeah. someone's like, "Excuse me, sir," I'm like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." It's because we're New Yorkers. Leave me alone. I feel like a zombie apocalypse in New York. We wouldn't know for a while because we'd be ignoring everybody. A zombie would come at me, especially one would like try yeah. to like grab our thing. I'd be like, "No Get thanks, the fuck off. Yeah. No thank you. No yeah. thank you. Bye." Yeah, <laughs> it's like in Shaun of the Dead when the guy's asking for change. Like, I don't have any change right now, and it's the fucking zombie. That's brilliant. I know. That's what we would do. Exactly. Oh my god, we would be so oblivious. <laughs> Yeah. I'd be so oblivious until we were like getting <laughs> overrun. The only zombie movies that ever scared me was um, the Running Zombies. Running Zombies, dude. If that happens, we are fucked. The Running There's, Zombies are no. an absolute end of twenty eight days. Those movies, uh, the the remake of Dawn of the Dead. Even I Am Legend with their Running Zombies. See, they didn't, that was that a didn't little, scare me because of the whole animated. Well, Jaws. that wasn't like. Yeah, they that was zombie zombies. And they also were... wasn't really meant to be a horror movie. It was oh, meant to it was meant to be sci-fi. More sci-fi. That's right. Yeah. So it was kind of like yeah. it had little things of horror, which is like a lot of these good kind of toe the line horror movies. I found like really good. Like the genre blend. Did you see um, a Quiet Place? We have that, and we want to watch it, and we just have not sat down to watch oh, it. Oh, dude, you're gonna love it. I've and heard really very, good stuff. And that's the thing. It's definitely like a suspense. Sure. It's more suspense than horror, but it's definitely a horror movie. It's a fucking yeah. monster. Like yeah. it's definitely a classic horror movie, but it's so well done. But it's a nice little genre blending thing. Yeah, and it's really cool. And John Krasinski, he's another one where like, oh, Who you knew? fucking like horror? Yeah. Like same with Danny McBride. We're like, oh, cool. That's great. That that's a thing you're into. Yeah. Like no offense. I knew Rob Zombie liked horror. There was no part of me that was like kind of surprised yeah. Rob Zombie started making horror movies. But like the thing that bugged Danny me, Danny McBride out. and John Krasinski, I'm like, oh, okay. And those or, are those have to be good because they're funny guys. Exactly. Yeah. I.e. 
Get Out, Jordan Peele. Yeah. Jordan Peele out of nowhere is just, I remember hearing. I got a horror movie. Yeah. I remember hearing like, oh, the, they're shutting down the show Key and Peele because he they want to work. Because he wants, wants to do a movie. Yeah, he yeah. wants to. But it was like, because he's written a horror movie and he wants to do that. And I'm like, yeah. oh. And for some reason, right away, I'm just like, this is going to be good. Yeah. The fact that he's doing it makes me think this is going to be really fucking good. Yeah. And because A, he's a fan, obviously. Yes. And, yeah, yeah. And B, it's not his genre. People who who are in one, like people who are in comedy don't randomly say, I want to do a horror movie. No, exactly. Because it's obviously you, you have a little bag that you just it. want to share with and people. And that was like John Krasinski. He's like, so I got this movie I wrote. Yeah. <laughs> Can we do it? And it's between like, e-surance. Exactly. Things. Yeah. Oh my god! And Get Out was so. I didn't it was see such it in a, theaters, and everybody said that was the way to see it. But I still on, had a great time. No, it. I saw it on on TV, yeah. like, and I thought it was phenomenal. Yeah, but because it is, it's such a like. Well, it's a different type of horror movie. Yeah. It's like really Sadly. is like the it's like a really sad. Kind like, of for real, I don't know. Like yeah. for real, obviously not for real because no one's removing brains and putting them in other bodies. But, that's the, but thing, like, the fact that they have both, like the horror of racism and the horror of monster, you know, yeah. people taking your brains out, and that's what make. And the, I've never and seen honestly, something the like that racist before. part of the horror is what made it feel so real and tangible because we when we that fucking car sadly rolls up at the end, <sighs> like, and you're just like, oh, it's, like, oh, it's all over. Cr- and then oh, what God. it is is the hilarious dude yeah. who. Thank God was just given a comedy show called Rel, yeah. which I've never seen, probably will never see. I think it's on CBS. It won't be very good, <laughs> but I'm glad he got his reward. That was Hannibal uh, Burris, right? No, no, no. Hannibal Burris was not in that movie, I don't think. So who was the cop? Re- uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but he, he uh, same. He's a comedy actor, and now he's in a TV show called Rel, and then he did hmm. another movie about old time basketball players where he would put together a team that was like Shaquille O'Neal looking old and shit was in the movie. I don't know. I have not seen that. He's doing well, but they, but that was kind of like, he was a, he was working. That's the thing. Yeah. You and I, there and are, that kind the of overnight success him. is 20 sure. years in the making. Yeah. But get out's what everyone went. You're fucking great. Cause he was the comic relief. Mm-hmm. He was the only comic relief in it. He was the only funny thing about that whole movie was him being yeah. a TSA agent and taking his job that's super right. fucking seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's why he rolled up in the cop car. You think it's a cop car? That's a TSA car. That's right. Which my first thought was like, I didn't know they got cars. Do they have those? Yeah, I don't think they do. I've no, never seen one. You drive to the yeah. airport and yeah. you work at the airport. No, exactly. They might. Maybe it's smaller airports. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, we actually we also watched something called Mandy recently. Have you heard about that or seen Mandy, that? Mandy, no. So it stars Nicolas Cage. Um, Love it already. So it's it, gonna it be was, a great movie. It was touted Not as the bees. <laughs> Not the beat. So we one of the other things we watched earlier. I told you, yeah, it was the original Wicker Man, yeah. which is much better than that Wicker Man. Not that you needn't even needed me to say that, but so um, he's in this movie called Mandy. Um, it is beautiful. It is so well shot, but it is at its core a revenge movie, and that's all it is. And okay. I remember, I remember the hype was so big. Like the, the one of the buzz lines on it was um, Nicholas Cage's like best performance ever which is saying something. But so there's a scene where he's dealing with the death of somebody and he's he's screaming because he's angry. He's crying because he's sad. He's laughing because he's losing his mind. And I guess that's what they were talking about. 
I fucking love Nicolas Cage. Then you should probably see this movie. He's the most I'm acting actor ever. And that's what I love about him. Is yeah. like it is very every he is so straight fucking forward with everything. Face off, so oh, good. I love it. For me, it's still Con Air. Con Air was his best work. Yeah. Put the bunny back in the box. <laughs> I actually just and had at a the hankering. end when he like hands it, he's like, "Hello, little girl. I, I brought this for you." It's like, "Don't take it from your daddy." It's like, oh, it's, like it's a lot of blood on that. It is so funny. So, okay, here's what we're doing. Yes, we got to wrap this up. All right, wrapping it up. We are going to. S- you and I, so you already said Sinister. But yeah, that's up there. Um, we're going to say, at least we're each going to say what movie disturbed us the most. Not scared, because I think that's different. Okay. What horror movie stuck with us? Because wh- which movie are you not recommending people see because it fucked you up a little bit? Oh, boy. So I'll start. Yeah. Just yeah. because... You have something. I have something. All right, I mean, yeah, drop That's it. what happens when you ask the question. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I saw this movie a couple of years ago called Good Night Mother. Now, this is an Austrian horror movie. Is it based on the play? No. Okay. If there is a play of there's this. A, there's a play. No, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the play Night Mother where a Night girl Mother's kills herself. Very different. No, no, no. Never so mind. So Good Night Mother. Good Night premise. Mother. Okay. Trailer premise, like movie trailer. Uh, the mother gets plastic surgery. Her two twin boys don't believe it's her when she returns. So that's like tagline movie thing. Okay. They can't decide if it's her or not. So the woman in it is a like TV news anchor in Norway or Austria. How young are the boys? The boys are about seven to eight. Okay. Uh, Maybe nine. Okay. Old enough to like. Do something about it. To like be playing outside by themselves and shit. Okay. So the whole idea is that they're they're waiting for their mother to get back because she's getting sur- they know she's getting plastic surgery. Sure. And it's because she's a news anchor and it's to help that somebody. And the father is left. They recently divorced. They live just with the mother in a house in the middle of fucking nowhere in Austria awesome. because the house always has to be in the middle of fucking nowhere. Of course, yeah. You can't call anybody. Yeah. So she comes home and right away they don't think it's their mom they're like who is this lady she's like what i don't get a hug and they're like they're both looking at her like i don't know who the fuck this lady is Mm -hmm. um and little things keep happening where they keep being more convinced that this is a different person and they're like this isn't our mother okay and she's like being kind of mean to them but it's because like the kid's not doing what he's like the kids aren't doing what they're supposed to do and whatnot and nothing like crazy mean, just being like cranky. Okay. And also she's like sleeping a lot because she's recovering from a surgery. Mm-hmm. And you think, and they become convinced, this is not our mother. This is an imposter. We're going to find out where our mother is. Okay. Which leads to two eight-year-old boys brutally torturing the shit out of the woman they are don't think is their mother but like torture like leaving her um tied to the bed for days on end having her soil herself because she's on days on end um burning her doing that but then the worst torture scene is they get dental floss and they just fucking go to town in between her teeth on her gums like just fucking ripping into it it's the most painful horrible thing to watch teeth teeth are hard they start like yeah they have 
you know, they have this dead cat they become obsessed with that they keep dragging around the house and whatnot. Um, it's really fucked up. Twist ending. The woman gets free. She tries to leave. She tries to leave. The kid Where, where's keeps, the father? Sorry. Uh, he left divorced. They're not there. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. He's gone. He's in the picture. other room just no, watching no, TV. He's in the, Keep it down. She somehow gets out, gets escaped. She convinces one of them, I think, to let her at least go to pee, like get her arms up. Okay. So one of the twins frees her. Mm-hmm. For a second, and then they're like, "No, we need to get her." And it's while the other twin, who's kind of like instigating the whole thing, because mm-hmm. one twin is more like, "Fuck this girl, this okay. isn't our mom." Than the other twin is. Um, there's always a good long twin story and a bad short twin. Yeah. twist ending. Uh huh. The bad twin doesn't exist; has never existed. The bad twin mm-hmm. has been his fucked up imaginary friend. Nice. His whole fuck because the whole time also like she hates one of the twins, and he's like, "Why won't you say hi to Carl?" Or whatnot, and she's like, "I'm not fucking saying hi to Carl," and it's just like, but Why it looks like being she's being dick? so. All the mean nice, things nice, looks nice. like she's being a real jerk to the mm-hmm. one twin, and then you find out this other twin is a manifestation that he came up with a long time ago. That's cool, and he has her bound up again, and they're trying to decide whether to let you know one twin's like conflicted, yeah. where like the evil non-existent twins like fucking killer and she's like no no no, let me go and for some reason they took that dead cat and now it's in a vat of formaldehyde in the middle of the room where does a kid get formaldehyde who knows well this is austria so austria maybe it's exactly easier. Okay. so then what they did <laughs> what ends up happening is he then he can't decide so he just lights the formaldehyde cat thing on fire and is like almost like a time bomb like we'll just see what happens and then it the vat breaks it goes everywhere Full house, kid, everything just burns to the fucking ground. It is the most disturbing shit to watch these two little kids torture the shit out of a grown woman. So do you think that's what it was? That was for me. For me, it's always torture. Torture's tough to watch. Torture's tough to watch. And then the fact that the torture was being perpetrated by children Mm -hmm. was super fucked up. Okay. And like against their own mother was super fucked up. But they do such a good job of making you think the whole movie that this is not their mother. And you're like, oh my God, they're torturing her, but they're going to get her to fucking confess that she's not the mom or some shit like that. So that's kind of an interesting, like, is this a horror movie? It's more, yeah, I mean, it felt like it. It's definitely Mm. like... I don't know. It's very, and it's funny because like there's the rules of making films in Austria are obviously different. Sure. That like, so I remember seeing a Q and a with the director and they were like, this movie was so fucking real and so fucking disturbing. Like it was one of those horror movies where people were passing out in theaters and whatnot. Ah. Cause it was so, like one of those good ones, like the exorcist sure. where you're just like, yeah, people are just fucking well, fainting they have because it is so sure. fucked up. And, like, I almost had to leave. I got to the point where I was, like, lightheaded and swimming. I'm like, I'm going to fucking, I can't get through this. Jesus, okay. Um, And I remember during the Q&A, they're like, everything was so real. Everything, like, we felt like we were there. And, like, that dead cat, like, was so realistic. How did you make the dead cat? And he goes, it wasn't a dead cat. And he goes, we used the fucking dead cat. (laughs) And it's like, you can do that, Nasha? He's like, yeah, why not? The cat's dead. And they're like. That's fair. And then they're like, did you. Did you kill the cat? And he goes, there was a dead cat. Like, <laughs> like very much like, wow. yo, they killed a cat for this movie. Like That is interesting when you see things that, like, there would be lawsuits if that happened in Oh, in, in the U.S. In it would never be seen. It would never be viewed. Yeah. I mean, but even I, I did watch using a dead US. animal, I feel like, you know, if members of SAG would be like, there is a rotting corpse on the set, I am striking. 
Yeah, but then again, but mm. you never know. I mean, remember the movie Ben Hur. Mm-hmm. We I'll, as an audience watch like, a man die every time we watch it. The guy who gets pulled under the chariot is trampled to death in real life, and they use that footage. Wasn't that from like 1940 or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, it's super old. But so t- SAG what, wasn't that good back then. So wasn't like, it the same thing in the Twilight Zone movie? Didn't we see that guy get killed? There was there was yes. like a, a, yeah, I think. Oh yeah. I mean, in you get um, that shot in Wizard of Oz. There, uh, one of the munch- real yes. That's 100% real. 100% happens. Because I heard it 100% did, then 100% didn't, then it did, then it didn't. I saw it, but it's oh, like... Oh, no, I saw it, but then it's like, is it is it, a, is it a puppet? Is it an actual munchkin who waited for them to call action, then fucking hung himself? Well, no. For, I mean, he was so far in the distance, it could have been like he was just there and no one noticed. Yeah. Like, because it's such a, like, they had to, like, you know, they had to, like, point him out, like, well, look at him right there. Yeah. He's just there. I think what happens is he did it on, I don't know. They apparently also weren't treated very well on the set. Sure, the Munchkins. Well, yeah, back then they were they were a uh, what's it called, My, uh, marginalized like yeah, a yeah. motherfucker. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. no, exactly. And that was when was that? That was four forties. Also, no, no, it was later than that. Wizard of Oz. I, I thought was Wizard of Oz was forties. I feel like it was. Hold on, I'm gonna Google it. Thirty nine. I think it was thirty nine. It was the first movie in color. That was. Oh the, wow. It was the early forties. So thirty nine. Or the first movie in Technicolor, rather. I don't gotcha. know if it's the first color movie ever. Uh, Wizard of Oz. 1939. Yeah, Damn. look at me knowing that shit. So 39, and Ben-Hur was also, like, way back when. Ben-Hur was 59. Way later. Wow. 20 years later. Hmm. The SAG union did not do a great job That's 20 years cool. later. Jesus. Um, hmm. So any movie that really like stuck like there's also a shitty movie that was awful called okay. The Ruin or Ruins. The Ruins. The, the Ruins. I read the book. I saw the movie. You know what stuck out I to me? I had to fucking leave. I had I literally had to leave the theater and like catch my breath because it was just torture shit. And sure. I can't. It was just watching these vines it was slowly the, go into people. The invasion like, of self is yeah. something that is like so hard to watch. Oh yeah. But the thing that I couldn't get over in that movie was one of the one of the guys who like kind of took the lead? Um, he had some sort of a speech thing. Yeah. So he'd be like, "All right, guys, this is serious. We need to stop doing this." And it was like, "I can't take anything you're yeah. doing or saying seriously because it sounds like you have an extra tooth just stuck up in your lip." And it's, it, it didn't impede the speech. It was just it extra. It added extra asses whenever it was very. I remember there was one line, "Okay, guys, this shit is serious," and it was like. Do you have like a sunflower seed? I know. Um, but yeah, that, that invasion of self, that's always really horrifying. It's really, really rough to watch. I don't think I've ever been disturbed. I, I've definitely been disturbed by things. Like Jacob's Ladder was a disturbing movie. I don't think I saw Jacob's Ladder. So like, do you know the video game Silent Hill? Yeah. Okay, so Silent Hill owes everything to Jacob's Ladder. Jacob's okay. Ladder kind of owes everything to H.P. Lovecraft. Because yes. it's about like this this evil you can't comprehend. H.P. Lovecraft is the one who, well, not he's the one who told every. He's the reason people know who Cthulhu is. He invented that. Yeah, he so invented. He, well, he, he invented they, supposedly. The great some old people ones. are super it, fucking into thing. that, and they think no, no, no. He just told us he's about just, it. He's the conduit. Little, yeah, exactly. Because exactly. um, people still there is a subset of people who fully believe in the ancient old ones yeah. and the. And Cthulhu and all those other fucking demon shits. See, I would be, you know, as 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 much as it would suck to have the entire world obliterated, 
Imagine if you just like looked out the window and just saw tentacles coming from the sky. That would be cooler than like. Oh, uh, I would much heart rather disease. that than the impending nuclear war. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That is yeah. now. Uh, <laughs> want to talk the real, past couple years. Want to talk real horror? Yeah. Our president. No, just, no, 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 no real just, horror. Just called himself a Nazi. Literally, just said no, no. We're not getting into it. No, okay, exactly. Okay, <laughs> pulled himself out of pulled. He pulled us out of the nuclear treaty with Russia. What the fuck? We're all gonna. Anyway, I would much rather Maybe see tentacles. Yeah, yeah, come down yeah. than the mushroom cloud in yeah. the distance. Mushroom cloud in the distance, I would be like. Damn it, we're going to have to get clean water as opposed to like, that's Cthulhu. There is no escape plan. You don't, you don't go to Canada. That would be the kind of, when Cthulhu comes, the kind of death I would want to have is like an Independence Day where that lady goes to party on the building and she's like, beam me up. And the thing just goes, (laughs) yeah. That's when you want to die. Yeah, because, dude, if, if, if I, you know, appeared in some sort of afterlife and it's like, how'd you die? It's like, Cthulhu killed me. That's, that's like, you you get a little bad. Something something makes me feel like being killed by Cthulhu voids any other religious afterlife you could oh, possibly yeah. have. Oh yeah, that's. I thing. feel like if that's Cthulhu the level exists, of evil he has. He's like, yeah, yeah whatever you did believe in, yeah. it, it was real, and now you don't get to go there because I killed you. Well, no, that's that's the really scary thing about the whole Cthulhu mythos is it's not a matter of like there's heaven and there's earth and then there's hell and then there's Cthulhu. It's all of humanity is is a mistake. Yeah. And so if he comes down, it means there is no heaven or hell because we invented it, the mistake that Cthulhu made. So it's like double fucked. Um, But okay, what is something that I would not recommend? I mean, it's all it's all like torture porny stuff. Like Funny Games is a fucked up movie about people torturing people. It's not a horror movie, but I think it would be in a horror section. Hostel is another one of those. Again, it's torture porn. It's just torture porn. And it's like, I'm like, this isn't. This is scary because I don't like to watch people get tortured and then their Achilles I mean, tendons clips. Yeah, I think I, I I enjoy parts of Hostel just like I enjoy parts of Saw to be like that's great makeup. Like, Saw is also it, it gets it's silly. torture porn. At least the first. I mean, it definitely gets even. The, I, the I sequels sat down and are all torture. All of them. Yeah. It just gets to really torture yeah. porny. The first one you're at least like is intriguing enough where it, I mean yeah. it's very torture porny, but you, it was the first time you're just where it's like, let's play a game, and yeah. you're just like, oh shit, this you is know, like this that whole guy, weird thing. Tobin Bell, uh-huh. um, he uh, became an actor because he wanted to be a romantic lead. Yeah, well, so I'm we imagining all? like, Meredith, will you make me the happiest man in the world and be my wife? It's like, no, Tobin. Also, with him like Tobin Bell, like he sounds like a, a cultist of Cthulhu. Oh yeah, Tobin Bell. Yeah. Um, um, what would I tell people not to watch? I mean, Sinister worked on me in a very particular way, mm-hmm. and it was kind of because the director was really good at making a cool playlist. And afterwards, I went and I hunted down those tracks, and those tracks are still pretty unsettling. Um, but in context, that was a very single singular moment. I cannot think of something that continually disturbs me that I can't watch, and every time I do, I get freaked out. Um, I guess something like The Exorcist, and that's such a such an easy pull. But it's because when you're raised, like I was raised Catholic, yeah, and things like that, Dude, they're more effective. The Exorcist. So okay, this is a perfect place to end. Also, because mm-hmm. so The Exorcist came out. My my mother is. Um, 
very Irish Catholic. Her family okay. is very Irish Catholic. So nothing movie we got for a, them. We got a bunch of priests and nuns in wow. our family. Okay. And when it, that movie came out, she was a kid. Or not a kid. I think she was a teenager. Yeah. But um, And on her grandfather's deathbed, her grandfather... Okay. Ma- like, one of his last words oh, no. was he, like, pulled her over and he was just like, you can never see the exorcist it is how can you do that to somebody it is evil (sighs) you need to promise me before i go that you will never ever watch this movie that will fuck up a kid forever so the kid it fucked up was me so my mom has to this day never seen the exorcist because she's like and then she i was never told to promise, yeah, because like, the grandfather. My mom didn't never say, asked me. Promise yeah. me you'll never see The Exorcist. Were you alive when when? No, no, no. no. I was. I was. She oh, was. Her she was a grandfather. Her grandfather, oh, not my grandfather. Gotcha. Okay. Her grandfather. So great grandfather. My great grandfather okay. made my mother promise never ever to see The Exorcist. But he never made her evil. promise that that his I would unborn great grandson. Okay. So, and, so and you my slid mom, on that one. My mom would always. <laughs> it was one of those things where my mom would always just tell me that she promised and she never has seen it. But she never was like, and you need to promise this too. That's she cool. always just said, like, I promise that I never have seen it and I never will. That's great. So it was always like an unspoken thing, though, of like, you probably shouldn't see it because I've promised my wow. grandfather. So when I was like 17, I'd waited until then. Um, I, you know, we're hanging out with friends and all. And, you know, we're having a sleepover, oh. a sober 17-year-old sleepover. <sighs> so, so, you, you know, we're it. doing just weird stuff. And all of a sudden, I'm like, Four in the fucking morning. Sure, that's when you do it. Um, my friend Nick was just like, "We're gonna watch The Exorcist now," and I was like, "Guys, I don't know if I can." Yeah, and I was like very conflicted. And then, of course, I was I was teenage boy pressured into watching. Sure, it. and I was like, "Okay, I'll watch it." And I, I so so the ruins and on mom, good night, mother uh-huh. fucked me up. Okay. The Exorcist to a 17-year-old boy whose mother promised never to ever fucking watch it because it was pure evil. It fucked me right up to the point where there was a moment where I I thought I was going to have a heart attack. When wow. I, was, I was 17 years old and I'm like, I'm going to have a heart attack. I'm going to die now. When was this? Do you it remember what point in the film? Yes, is when she was... Uh, when she comes home it was and the like... the crucifix scene. Oh, God, yeah. It just destroyed me yeah and i was like i can't do this and i remember just having i had this uncontrollable urge to like be outside i had to leave the house i was that like, something excellent. i was like every part of evil is around me right now and nice. i had and i ran out of my friend's house wow at six in the morning like the sun's just coming up and i remember just thinking like i need to like be cleaned. So I wow. laid down in the grass with the morning cold morning dew. And I was just like, this is the only thing that will like what? Like I went like, I've never felt like Catholic guilt in my life, but yeah. I was like, I need to be cleansed. I need this sin and this evil to be washed off of me. It was, it was, it's still, and I haven't seen it since I've, sure. I, that was the one and only time I ever watched the exorcist. Because I don't know if William Peter Blatty is still alive. I, I, um, but like I, I want him to be so you can write him the letter and just tell him this is what this did to me. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, wow. dude, it, I, I have never, the, the cl- 
it's the one movie like never been and that's affected. why i didn't even say it before yeah because like you know i was like oh these movies really fucked me up and made me feel sick and sure. blah 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 but like that even even now i'm like that's the one movie and it's one of the most famous horror movies of all time sure. so it makes it hard that's the one movie where i was just like no i felt evil like, in the room that's like, watching that yeah like i ooh, even now i like get like chills about it because Absolutely. i'm like There's, i'm I, with you yeah whatever what happened in that movie to me just yeah. watching it in my friend's basement i was just like this it was like my first glimpse that's when you got to see real it real evil with friends in yeah. like a dark basement you can't oh. yeah when they they re-released it a couple maybe like 10 15 years ago i was in college and uh it's like they added like five minutes of new footage and it was like um Seeing it with a bunch of people, that's not the way to do it. Yeah. You need to see it in a small room with friends. But, like, yeah. No, the closest I've ever come was probably Sinister. In, yeah. in the sense of, like, I need this to end right yes. now. And that's what that's what The Exorcist was. Yeah. I'm like, everything has to stop. I cannot continue watching yeah. this. I cannot make, like, it was, it was. But where Sinister cannot re-conjure that for me, Exorcist, every time I do watch it. And I watch it occasionally. Just to be like, is this still as good as it? And it is. Oh, it's, it's still, yeah. It's takes un- you right there. And I just, yeah. and I can't watch it. And I like, obviously, I've, I've, I've you don't need I've, to. It can only get worse for you. No, like the and fact that's the that, thing. Yeah, you have this perfect box. Like, and it's just yeah. like, and that's the one horror movie that like just I cannot revisit. And it's, and I think that's what's cool about horror. Yeah, is that. It, it can get you that visceral of a reaction where I was like, I can't watch that movie. Yeah. I will lose my mind if I watch that movie. It's like this this feeling I had as a teenager of just evil and uncleanness yeah. and like I and and just like despair and the world was just like crumbling. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. Yeah, I love that. That's, I love Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a good so time. happy Halloween, everybody! Yeah, go see the new Halloween. That's real good. Watch the original Wicker Man. That's real. Yeah, we should toss off some yeah, recommendations. Wicker Man's really good. The original I'm, Wicker Man, not the, the original Cage no, one. Not the Cage one. Um, if you want I'm something big, that's beautiful but it's not really great, Mandy. Yep, I'm a big fan of both of the new Conjuring movie of or not the new ones, the Conjuring movies. The first one's really solid. It's the jump scary, one I thought but was, it does it has that atmosphere. It has well, it has that demonic really fucked up, yeah, yeah, which I love. And the Warrens are from Connecticut, and so I thought nice. that was super cool. And uh, and they have a great dynamic, Pat, uh, Patrick Wilson. Yeah, and, um, yeah, and yeah, yeah. They're fantastic. That I think second Conjuring is more of a love story. Oh, about them. It's so, so that's good. I haven't fantastic. seen the Nun yet, the spinoff of the second one. I feel like I but feel it's like a diminishing scary returns. Character. I don't know. However, yeah, and that's the thing is, I watched the other spinoff, Annabelle, and Annabelle. it was fine. S- scary dolls. Uh, Chucky and never did it for me. Puppet Master was always kind of silly. Oh, oh if Master you want something silly, me. Puppet Master, The Littlest Reich. It stars oh. Tom Lennon, um, and and it has a Uwe Boll, like the original, like the guy who kind of talks like this. Oh yes, who yes, is yes, yes, yes. Dark and fucked up. Yeah, he, I remember like watching the hilarious. first Puppet Master when I was yeah. a kid, and it freaked me out because yeah. it's evil toys. It was evil toys, yeah, and man. it was before um, you know there wasn't there wasn't a lot of good makeup. Sure. So the shittier the makeup was, the more yeah. it freaked me out. And I remember there was, really that, fucked up. there was yeah. that one puppet <laughs> that had a drill on his head for some fucking reason. Because of nightmares. And I remember it drilling into a guy's leg. Yeah. But the leg was just made of like, 
like pink was, and red clay. Yeah. But, but in seeing it and you're like, oh, this is gross. It was the same in Poltergeist when the guy's pulling his face off. Oh. It didn't look too real, but you're like, ah, oh, this fucks Looks real enough. Looks, looks real enough. Fucking real enough. Way. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Poltergeist, that's another really solid one. Poltergeist is great. Um, um, See the Shining. That's a We rewatched that. Yeah, it's, that still holds up. And I still get some of those little little tingles when I Danny's honestly don't freaking remem- out. I, I don't remember like the super classics. I, like, I, I'm, I don't recommend The Birds and Psycho. They're good movies, but I yeah. think you're going to get a Citizen Kane feeling where you're kind of like I yeah, get why it was the this first is to good, do this exactly but um, again um, Carpenter in the mouth of madness um, the thing John Carpenter's the thing is is really really solid um, um, if you want to see the new ones both a quiet place and get out were phenomenal yeah there's one uh, don't don't blink don't breathe don't breathe don't breathe don't breathe is a good one because that's the guy that's the blind guy right yes yes oh oh and there's another one i haven't seen but i highly but i people say it's kind of like hush is the one where it's the it's a deaf woman woman is deaf as opposed to the guy is blind exactly (laughs) and there's actually something coming out oh fuck i just read about it it's basically um come on tip my tongue who the fuck is it Fuck, I can't remember. But it's it's basically a quiet place, but with sight instead of sound. And I don't know exactly what that means yet because I haven't seen a quiet place. I have no idea what that means either. So that's apparently, and it's it's an actress we all know and whose name is just not coming to my head right now. Fucker. Meryl Streep. Absolutely. Yeah, that's her. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's all actually right. also Exorcist 3. Some of those. See, sequels I've heard are that the sequels good. were were good also. Some of them. I won't um, watch them. You don't just know. for my own. Sure. Like one of the funny thing is like yeah it's like yeah the exorcist all the the conjuring movies are just people doing exorcisms yep. the exorcism of Emily Rose I like movies with exorcisms in them sure and I I'm, I like I like the demonic stuff I think that's yeah. cool and interesting but the exorcist, exorcist. the exorcist was too real for me I sure. was like it went it went from me just being like oh this is a crazy horror movie where someone's being I was like this is real life. That is Linda Blair's the fucking devil. Yeah. And I'm going to hell and I'm going to die for, watching for what I'm seeing right now. <laughs> I've just invited evil into my heart. Yeah. And I am gone. Did you ever see the Human Centipede movies? No, I didn't. So they don't live up to the hype. The yeah, that's, f- what the first I, and one, that's what people have told me. Is there like, is a moment with teeth in the second one and, and teeth is tough. Like, you know what it is? It's the Foley. It depends on how good the sound of someone pulling teeth out or oh, yeah. flossing someone's teeth or breaking their teeth with a hammer. Oh. Barbarian Sound Studio. That's another really good one. If you like good Foley, if you like have a nice surround sound system, Toby Jones is in it. The little they do it. There's a, do- a mini documentary of the Foley set that they used um, for a Quiet Place. And uh-huh. It is so good. That's cool. It is so cool to watch them create it. And so like, that yeah okay. So if, if if sound is especially good, then definitely Barbarian Sound Studio. I'm trying to think of stuff that's not like typical stuff. Um, fuck fuck fuck. There's something again. I wouldn't call it horror. It Nocturnal Animals. It's not horror. It is more kind of people doing horrible things. You know what? No, never mind. That's not horror. That's just a really, really tough movie to watch. Um, <laughs> funny horror, you know, Shaun of the Dead. There's something Shaun of the Dead's phenomenal. Housebound, I believe. Um, it's great. I think it's called Housebound. It starts with like an ATM robbery that goes wrong. Look it up. Housebound. I think that's what it is. I, think I watched it on have... a whim. It's hilarious. Good. I'm it's gonna check there with Shaun of the Dead, and yeah. I think we've given them enough suggestions, and yeah. uh, you guys can Google the rest. But yes. Happy Halloween, everybody! Happy Halloween!
Blood, was, blood. We should have just done that the whole time. We should the whole time. <laughs> exactly. And our voices should be shredded. Exactly. Happy Halloween. All right. Uh, Paul, we'll see you soon. Wait, last thing. Yes. Favorite Halloween candy. Oh, uh, ooh, a frozen Charleston chews. What, you know those can be used as a weapon also. Yeah, they okay. get real hard when you freeze them, but only frozen. I think regular. I think Charleston chews, as God intended, are kind of gross. They're disgusting. But when you freeze, you freeze them, them, they're fucking amazing. Yeah. And I can only, I mean, I know they sell them other places, but I only ever have Charleston chews during that. What's your favorite Halloween candy? I don't know, man. I'm, I'm probably going to say... Um, Probably Snickers, but that's not a Halloween candy. That's, uh, that's well, just it candy. is when they uh, do fun size and put a weird face on them. That's true, and it's never fun size. I want a full size fucking Snickers bar. Three I Musketeers. Know. I hate Milky Way though because it feels like somebody forgot to put the peanuts in a Snickers. See, uh, I don't like Three Musketeers because it feels like someone forgot to forgot put, to put the, everything. Everything. In it. <laughs> <laughs> Here's just nougat. I'm like, like some guy's <laughs> making Snickers and he fucked up. He's like, fuck. Okay, we'll make this a Milky Way. Fuck, I fucked up again. Make it a Three Musketeers. <laughs> exactly. It's just like let's just. <laughs> fill it with <laughs> fill it with fluffy shit i don't fucking know what Just is it? it i don't know it's fluffy oh look it looks like we're gonna make it float away in the yeah. commercial because it's fluffy you and get it and then and then we'll put the three musketeers on it. what Why? does this have to do with three musketeers shut up shut nothing up. we're never going to involve them in advertising yeah. we're just calling it this yeah a lot of anger in the, uh, in the candy industry. Yeah, candy industry's me. Smarties. I think I only see them around yeah, Halloween. I definitely only see it's Smarties just on sugar. Halloween. Yeah, it's ju- there's it's sugar candy. It's just pellets. It's sugar pills. It's great. Good. Um, yeah, we should have done it. All right. Movies. Yeah. Okay. No, it's fine. We'll do Halloween anyway. Excellent. Uh, we love you all. Yeah, man. This thing is too long. Happy but, Halloween. But we love you. Yeah. All right. Happy Halloween, everybody. Bye. <laughs> That was fun. Guys, I love talking to Paul. Sorry we get all tangenty. I'm actually, I'm not apologizing. What am I saying? I love listening to the tangents, and I hope you guys love listening to the tangents too. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitters and all of them. Instagram and Twitter at Zach Miko, Z-A-C-H-M-I-K-O on Facebook.com slash BigThingsPod at our own website, BigThingsPod.com. You guys know it. You can email me at Zach at BigThingsPod.com, and you can email Josh at Josh at BigThingsPod.com. Happy Halloween. Stay safe. Don't eat a razor blade, even though I'm pretty sure that's not a thing. But they told me when I was a kid they did that. But, you know, I've never eaten a razor blade. So don't eat a razor blade. And until next week, go out into the world and do big things. Ba-da, ba-da.